I get up at seven, yeah, and I go to work at nine. I got no time for living. Yes, I'm working all the time. It seems to me I could live my life a lot better than I think I am. I guess that's why they call me. They call me the working man. Yeah. Working man. <laughs> Thank you very much, sir, for opening up the show. Thanks so much for inviting us to your... Yeah, no problem. Like, this is quite the boardroom, man. I kind of feel like we're in a castle. I mean, this board <laughs> table has got to be, like, what, 30 feet long? This is beautiful. This yeah. is beautiful. Epoxy and walnuts. You can't go wrong. This mm-hmm. is beautiful, man. Costa, where, where are we, man? We want to tell everybody where we're at? We are right now at our office in uh, Woodbridge, where we run multiple companies out of here. The Rin Model Group of Companies. We own Trino Drywall, Country Homes... Tonlu Properties. We have the Volamo water here that you guys are drinking. Beautiful. That we're and in glass. In glass. Espresso. There's grappa yeah. over there. There's actually <laughs> a shortage with uh, glass bottles, and we made the decision to stockpile them. What do you Beautiful. mean there's a shortage? With glass, with the glass, I, I, I don't run the, I don't know. COVID related? Much. Yeah, yeah, with the supply chain issues. All I hear in the meetings when we're all sitting together, I hear that uh, all these other water companies are having challenges with uh, gla- glass bottles. Hey, where did um, where did the brochure go? Because today we're going to talk about wood. Well, we're going to. It was here. It was I here. took it. Oh, oh somebody it. stole, stole it, it man. I took it. I was actually <laughs> looking about the. All right, so Costa, we're we're going to talk about New Tech Wood, yeah, right? Yeah, New Tech Wood. That's the uh, other company that. Okay, we so that basically it's a deck. It started as a deck, but it's also being used for other applications as well, right? It started, yeah, in the compasses. Compasses were were really popular with the decks because the issue was the maintenance with it. Yeah. Right. You know, who wants to go and uh, spend a whole day at the, at the cottage? You know, sanding, oiling, staining your deck. So uh, the compasses came out, which has wood in it, but there's plastics in it too to uh, protect it and to, to make it last longer. First composites that came out was the first generation composite, where uh, if you can see in between here, yeah, it's that's the composite where that has the plastics and the wood fiber. Yeah, and the first generation didn't have any capping, right? So hang on, hang on, you're getting way ahead of ourselves, right? And we got to be careful because this is an audio podcast and nobody can see, even Stevie Wonder. <laughs> so well, I, I will actually, get into Stevie all Wonder this. can see from what I hear. <laughs> I know Stevie Wonder can see. So we're actually, let me get all the detail and we yeah. got a little bit of action going on here. So New Tech Wood, Ontario, you're the GM. Tr- website is www.newtechwood.ca. Uh, your email is Costa, it's K-O-S-T-A at N-T-W-Canada.ca. Yeah. And on Instagram, it's New Tech Wood Canada. Canada. So we're going to talk a lot about your products, about where to use them, how to use them, how they work, where they came from, all this stuff. We're going to learn all kinds of stuff like that. Before we get rolling into there, I got to do a few little shout outs just to get some stuff going out that's uh, been interesting, little drops of here and there. Carlito, you'll, you'll like all these little ones that I got to do a little shout out. Uh, Sove, Sove Creates. So he's, he's an avid listener of ours at Sove Creates, which is spelled S-A-U-V-E, Sove, Sove. Okay, Sauve, Sauve. He reached out to me and he sent me a video on on a DM and he's like, "Listen, Manny, the snowstorm was too much, so I decided to just pass out at the job site so I don't have to bother driving home and then driving back." And then he sends me a video of him literally waking up the night after and he's like, "The construction life." It's so true. <laughs> so I really appreciate him sending out that you know and just and then he was telling me that he was re-listening to some past shows and he had a, a great listen again of Daniel Velda's show, which is show number fifty-seven. You you shared that with me. I yeah, it was fantastic. So, so I was like. That was great. That's actually a really good show. So we definitely encourage everybody to go back and listen to the earlier shows, the 
from the archive, so to speak, right? But there are good shows. I mean, the, the, everybody's listening to all the news. Manny, stuff. you really found your voice. I'm just saying. Yeah, we really found our voice <laughs> around. So kind of when we kicked out Mikey, that's when we found our voice. <laughs> So I want to thank Sobey for doing that and, and just reaching out. He was enjoying all the new kinds of shows that I brought on recently with the health shows and talking about 20-year-olds, 30-year-olds. Yeah. And he was nervous about listening to the 30-year-olds because he's in that group and he doesn't, he doesn't want the truth being told to him. But those shows are actually doing really well, so we're going to do more of those kinds of shows. And then With me uh, this time, though. No. Yeah, but I know you're a busy guy, right? So I'm just trying to figure that out. But I also do want to bring up a story that we haven't brought up in a little while, so just Costa, give me just bear with me. Yeah, give me two seconds on this one. Derek Souza, the high school trade school teacher. Yeah, I love him. So episode two hundred nine. Remember, I mentioned to him I was talking to him quite a bit on DMs, and then I was going, "Listen, dude, I'll come by the school, say hello, check it out, and I'll drop off two boss hammers that I have." Right. So I was like, "Here you go." And I, I yeah, and I, you know, Carlito, I found two more somewhere. Yeah, baby. And so they're yours, right? <laughs> but I brought these hammers to him because I wanted him to give these hammers to the kids, and then he was giving me a tour of the whole classroom, and I was in awe. Like the classroom is solid he's got the old general and he got the all kinds of old school tools there and then i'm really disappointed that none of the tool brands are supporting high schools in ontario i don't know about the rest of the world or the rest of the country but no brands are giving them any tools and i'm like thinking these are the kids that want to get into this industry why aren't you supporting them that's why us at the construction life we're bringing hammers to, to the school giving them to the kids so they can actually use a 300 hundred dollar hammer and get a sense of what it's all about yeah, and, and and then you choose your brand color. And that's exactly what would happen. But it was interesting. He was giving me a tour. He took me to a cabinet that had his arsenal of tools there were mostly Dewalt. Personal? No, no, Dewalt tools, right? Because he had a lot of pictures to hang. And then all of a sudden, there was a sticker on the cabinet, and it was a Baumler Proof sticker. I know. You told me this. I know. I told you, but I didn't tell them. So I was like, what's all that about? And he goes, well, we reached out to Brian, and we asked him if he can come in and guest speak. And his people said that... Uh, he doesn't do that, and we'll send you a sticker. Did you send a sticker? <laughs> no, no, no. Did, he sent a sticker. No, but did you bring stickers? I brought. No, I got to bring stickers. I'm going to go back and bring a bunch of stickers. Good. But I brought hammers. I brought stickers. And then I said to him, listen, Derek, you let me know. Carlito and I will reach out to as many trades that we know that have been on the show. We'll organize a day where we'll come in. We'll guest speak in front of the kids. That's, and I'm we'll, in. We'll give them a, a real version of the construction life. And we don't have a TV show. But that would be PG. We still have our hair. <laughs> well, you do. <laughs> so that's it. I just wanted to do all those little shout-outs there. I appreciate you letting me do all that stuff. And then obviously, uh, oh, sorry, one last one. I want to do another shout-out to uh, uh, Adrian Schwartz, CRC Contracting, at CRC underscore Contracting. We, uh, I had a great chat with him because he's got a huge opportunity coming up, and I wish him all the best for it. He wanted to just pick my brain about it. And I said, by all means, dude, this is what I think. Because he actually thinks that we have some influence, that we have some insight into the construction industry. And he well, was so do our guests. They influence us. So, Adrian, all the best to that rental venture that you're going to do. Now, let's get on with the show, which the first segment we're going to do is the building books section. Okay. So here's the latest book that I've read this a couple of times. I it, love reading his books. Richard Branson, Losing My Virginia. Virginia. <laughs> <laughs> Richard Branson, Losing My Virginity. <laughs> this is a... Uh, was you, have it, you was read her this? name? No, Virginia? I haven't read it. Virginia. Her name was Virginia. <laughs> losing My Virginity, all right? This is actually a good book. And, and I think the best part for me in that book, I mean, besides the idea that he actually started his whole career and his whole empire from selling records out of the back of his hatchback in London is his fight with British Airways. Like he tells the whole story in there about his fight with British Airways, how British Airways tried to 
clobber him and prevent him from getting into the skies. Wow. And and it was really interesting how he presented it and how he defended himself. And he literally was the David to the Goliath. And that story in that book is amazing. Like, it's just amazing how it all unfolded, what happened. And it basically built the Virgin brand. It built what, what we all know about Virgin right now. A lot of respect for Richard Branson in that book. On with the show now. Constant steam. <laughs> it's all you now. Let's talk about the new tech wood. How old you guys been around? Where did it all come from? Where did it all start? Why did it all start? We know that we need this in Canada because mm-hmm. of the seasons that we have. So over to you, bro. All right. Well, uh, we entered Ontario. We entered Canada around three years ago. There was a need for composite siding. You know, you have your Trex, your Azdak, your Timber Tech with the composite decking, and this is the most popular thing because with uh, the seasons, like you said, the maintenance with all the decking with your sanding, your oiling, the, the, the time that you need to spend doing it, the, the costs, uh, it, it, it gets expensive, right? So there was an idea back 25 years ago, 20, 25 years ago with, uh, of a composite, right? Something that can uh, withstand the harsh conditions and that doesn't require maintenance. Uh, in Canada, we've been here around for three years. New tech wood itself has been around for uh, about 15 years, 11 to 15 years. Where's the product made? It's made in Asia. The family that started it was in the recycling business back in uh, Texas. And uh, they knew the industry and they started manufacturing composite wood products like the decking. Uh, They got so big that they built their own factory in China. So it's a big, it's a big question of, uh, you know, people ask me, where is it manufactured? Who's manufacturing it? You know, there's a lot of third-party manufacturers out there that try and sell knockoff products. So we do manufa- do in-house manufacturing. Here in RGC, we have the distribution rights for Ontario. We're in 55 different countries, from the coldest countries to the warmest climates. And uh, this product, uh, it, it, it survives that, right? And, and it gives people the luxury that it produces, the, the amazing look, as well as the maintenance-free. Am I like I'm? I'm just flipping through the brochure, and that's yeah. why you're hearing all the little flipping going on here. Are there more siding products than decking products, or is there a balance of both? Uh, when we first entered Canada, we thought that decking would be more prominent than our siding, just because I know in Ontario they spend lots of money on on uh, almost a lot of houses have decking, so they thought that decking would be the product to to, to that would be selling. I know, but this this siding is like. This is good looking siding. And then, and then the siding came out. With this. Like you've got spine siding here. With this profile, yeah, so right? You've got and very narrow vertical, which are about an inch with a half inch groove in between each one. That's ebony, right? That's that's the charcoal. That's I have charcoal? The, the eBay brown, which is my favorite color in my uh, hands right I was now. Actually, ebony was my favorite. Like I was looking through all this in the samples and ebony was like calling to me, man. Yeah, yeah. I like ebony, especially for interior application. It's very modern. I take it my is. siding like I take yeah. my espresso. How tall do these come? <laughs> we, we manufacture in 12 and 16 foot lengths. Those oh. are just our standards, but they, we can manufacture custom orders. But yeah, no, the, the, the siding. So, so when we came up with the siding, people were stunned. They, they were like, what is this? Is this plastic? Is this wood? They, could, they couldn't understand it, right? And, and, and it's a composite. We, we manufactured the product to hide all the clips and screws. And uh, when people see it, especially the browns, like the Ipe or the teak color, they think, wow. Am I allowed to swear on this? Of, of course, course you are. <laughs> if you swear, we start to swear. <laughs> Dis- <laughs> disclaimer. <laughs> yeah. 
the, all I hear is the fucking maintenance with this, right? Like you, imagine trying to get in between each column. But that product right? looks like it's actually designed that Mother Nature herself would wash that. Is that the yeah, idea? Yeah, but if it was natural wood, to st- I mean, if it washes it, it still would change color. Okay. If it was natural wood. And it doesn't? It doesn't. It's maintenance-free. Can right? you still take a pressure washer to it if you want it? I guess At you- low power. Yeah. So you really need to clean it. Okay. So what's low power? Like it, it like two thousand, three thousand. That's a great question. Just yeah. whatever. P- whatever. PSI. Yeah. I don't know. I would just like I don't know a trickle. I, I guess a little stronger than a hose, but yeah. A little if you less put your hand on it and doesn't hurt, then you, it's then, fine. Then it's fine. Okay, but okay. So this is going to be challenging because we're holding a lot of products here, but people are listening to the show and they don't know what we're holding. Yeah. So what's that product called? The one that you got there this right is now? The Norwegian cladding. Norwegian cladding, which is basically described as an eight-inch board that's got one-inch grooves, one-inch yeah. siding Slats. vertical it's fluted. Fluted slats. Look. Yeah, fluted, yeah. and then it's got a half inch in between each one. Yeah. And, and that this comes is our into most a popular, white. Yeah. Yeah. And then is. how many colors again? There's like eight colors or something. We can manufacture up to 24 colors. 24 wow. colors. Yeah. If you want to open up that book, you can see there. But we we carry seven colors in stock. Obviously, there's colors there that. Uh, These I are would, the colors. Yeah. Oh, so you have 24. Wow. With composite, I always ask, how much does it flex and contract? It contracts enough that if you have butt joints and you don't secure the expansion contraction, you'll see it oil canning a bit. So you mean like on an outside ledger board, that's when you're going to see it? Yeah, but uh, that's if they they don't prepare for it. Like we have we have a clip system that hides all the screws and and fasteners. Every every how far apart do the clips have to go? uh, Every twelve to sixteen inches. Okay. Yeah. Stainless steel uh, clips, sir. Stainless steel clips. Uh, Sorry, no uh, aluminum. Aluminum clips. With the clips, it allows for the expansion contraction, so it it doesn't snap into place. There's there's a little room to play with. Uh, just because in the winter it'll contract and in the summer it'll expand. How are you fastening the clips? You're just to you... a one by three. Oh, so you're still putting your 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 strapping yeah, on. Yeah, you have your strapping on. Okay, yeah, yeah. all right. Right, and then this goes on, and then the clips give it a uh, less than a quarter of an inch of of more space for the boards to brute. So I love all these cool products. They're great products. Flipping through the brochure, yeah. and I see all the unique applications. That I mean, blue is I, sick. I saw sky blue. I saw uh, the garage in Mexico that yeah. was done where it's yeah. actually cut where the actual garage panels are and it opens up. It's great. My question is, how do you finish, I guess, dressing the window openings, door openings, garage openings? Trims. We have just, trim pieces. So you have a whole trim kits that are yeah. attached to it. Outside yeah. corners? Outside corners, inside corners, and trims. We have everything. What? Are you going to ask a question? Oh, I thought you were saying something. <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting for you to say something. No, so uh, what other... Okay, so what other siding... Because we'll get into the decking because uh, you guys have this really cool... It, it didn't look like um, a chevron. It didn't look like a parquet. It was kind of like a mix of the two. I don't know what that one's called. And, and another, yeah, so of the siding? But but so I want to stay yeah, on siding for yeah, now. We have, yes. we have a different siding profile. So other than Norwegian, we have the Belgian siding that has three columns per per 80 inch board yeah right and uh, that one i like a bit more when there's a lot of volume because it's just a bit less noisy that one right there yeah so i'm, yeah. I'm digging all this stuff like i love all this it's stuff. really this modern. great price point wise where are we sitting at a bit cheaper than longboard we are on the premium side why, uh, did, why did they call it longboard you know what i know they manufacture i think 24 foot lengths so that's the reason why they call it maybe. longboard maybe so we so, only have 12 or 16. So you're Nick yeah. No, I... <laughs> Maybe we'll be shortboard. <laughs> no, I'm not shortboarders, that's for sure. <laughs> inside um, joke, inside joke. But, uh, yeah, no, with longboard, it's, it's, we're, we're, uh, we're trying to replace longboard. We have a flat profile that kind of looks like this. You know, for popular for soffits, you can still use it for wall siding. 
So we're trying to replace all of that with longboard. Still hidden fasteners and everything? Hidden fasteners, yes. All, all our things we have hidden fasteners for. And it, it all cuts with uh, composite blades, right? Yeah, carbide blade. Yeah, so do you get um, do you get that smell when you cut it? You know what smell I'm talking about, right? Yeah, yeah, you could. Yeah, that's yeah. what I figured, right? Yeah. That's just one. Like whenever you're cutting any kind of composite material, you get that smell. Mm -hmm. I don't know how to describe that smell. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Someone tell like me how a, that. Like a cigar leaf. Something like that, yeah. but not quite. But yeah. Uh, yeah, okay. So, what other siding uh, products are there other than you have the Norwegian, you got the flatboard? Uh, that's it for our siding. And then you got all the, but I saw in the brochure too that there's siding that's eight, that's six, that's three or something. I guess you can buy different widths. We have partition beams as well. That's what it is. Okay. For in the ceilings. I don't know if you guys took a look. No, up. I didn't. I was focused on setting up the podcast and getting in here. Yeah. <laughs> Thank so, yeah, God have, I have you. <laughs> 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 we have partition beams that are really popular, you know, for gazebos, uh, inside for the ceilings. Let me like see. That's, oh, wow, eh? Look at that. Yeah. I saw again, that. Again, it would be a bitch to maintain those. Pressure washer. Yeah, but then, you know, it's, it's to keep the color, to oil it, right? It's going to rot. Like, this this is going to last forever. There's 25 year warranty no, that, that's, on it. Yeah, that's the. Pro yeah, okay. Right? Here, Here's our office. And uh, what I like about this is people come, they ask, is that real wood? How do you maintain it? The, the thing I like about this is, is uh, our mixture compared to the other composite companies is a bit different. It has a softer touch to it. So I always tell all my clients, touch, touch the product, right? Because I don't know if you guys are familiar with the other composite wood companies. Theirs is a bit more rougher. And, uh, yeah, and there's uh, flex, eh? I mean, there's a little bit of... Uh that's interesting. So, I mean, the thickness of these actual boards, what yeah. is it? Was that like four or five mil? Four mil. It's thin. Yeah. It's thin. Right. And, and then what differentiates us with all the other companies as well as with the hidden fasteners and all that stuff is uh, the wrapping around it. So, as you can see with the board, there's a polyethylene wrapping around it. Yeah. And uh, all of our products has a 360 degree wrapping. So, there's no products that have a half cap product like a half cap polyethylene capping. So if you look at your trucks, they'll have their lower line product yep. that the top is capped, yep. but the bottom isn't. In cases where you got lots of rain or uh, snow build up under it, the water could seep in and it can uh, warp the board. So, so how do you guys, how does new, like how do they we don't do? We don't have a half cap product. We just sell. No, no. Cap. How do you guys do the full cap there? That's proprietary, right? I, I, no, I mean, for, for uh, composite wood, everyone knows it's, it's a co-extruded product yeah. uh, on the production line with the um, machines there in, in the factories that you just, you have a mixture between your wood fibers and your uh, plastics and then uh, it gets extruded on and then, and then there's the uh, final wrapping that's just purely plastic. So what's the warranty on that? If you get full sun and I guess, how long is it lasting for? 25 years. 25 years yeah. and then what at 25 years it starts to fade away or is it there's gonna like be more or less that warranty is just mainly for the color fade and yeah for rotting and splitting this stuff is it's going to be protected it's, it won't it won't it's uh, not gonna split it's not no, gonna rot. It won't split but you've got some wood fibers in that mix of of recyclable materials yeah yeah we do is and everything the raw materials all coming from north america no, so uh, our pl our plastics and wood fibers are coming from recycled job sites, uh, recycling centers. So, so the family that's great that started, to hear. yeah, it, it's ninety five percent recycled material, Whoa. and uh, it's a hundred percent recyclable. So that five percent of of the manufactured 
plastic material. It's the polyethylene capping. Uh, we don't use it from a recycled material. We use it from uh, a plastic that gets manufactured for specifically the polyethylene capping. But all in all, this whole product is recyclable, 100% recyclable. So you're getting so, all kinds of different recyclable material and it's coming into this and then... Yeah, it, and, then, and then that capping is just a, a manufactured plastic. So price point wise, I know that you're comparing it to longboard, but square footage wise... Square footage... Longboard is still a little bit cheaper than ePay, I guess. Mm -hmm. It's 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 a, I would say like 20% cheaper than, than ePay kind of thing. So I, I But you're also going to be more expensive than... No, you're going to be a little bit... Yeah, you're going to be a little more expensive than like a Maybach or something like that or like a wood... I'm not sure about the Maybach. I know I know for this profile it goes for around nineteen dollars a square foot, including clips. Okay. Doesn't include the trims because uh, I mean your depends job on can, what the job is. Yeah, you might need five trims, you might need twenty trims, right? We have that that flat profile that was popular for the soffits. Goes for around twelve to thirteen dollars a square foot. Our decking goes for around twelve dollars a square foot, including clips, which also has That's a not bad. fastener system. So you're it's funny, you're kind of in the same price point when it comes to soffit. You're you're kind of in the same price point as going you know, one by three T and G, uh, V groove cedar installed, which is generally about 14 to 16 bucks a square mm. to install it. Uh, it's wood, right? So you, it's similar price point. The siding is probably going to be a little bit more than I guess wood products, but then wood, you're going to have to paint it in yeah. 10 years. Right. And any other kind of cement board, James Hardy, whatever, it only has a warranty of 15 years. Yeah. So you're going to have to repaint it again at that point. But I mean, I do love that. I mean, I'm a, I'm a fan of this vertical. This is all European. Yeah. It's all European, South American, Asian. That's what this all technique. This is definitely not North American, right? But it's it's making its way. I mean, you tell me, Costa, is it is it more is Canada embracing this more than the US? It is. It is. I can see Canada embracing this more it than is, the US. Especially in the modern designs of houses. Out West BC? Out, out West BC, yeah, they, they are integrating it, but in Ontario alone, all those new house renovations that are going for that modern look, they have it in here, right? They have maybe like a little feature wall. It's just really popular. And then the soffits too. I mean, the soffits, they could be, Yeah. It, it, it's it's like soffit material, right? It looks all the same, but but the, uh, the European cladding really makes it stand out in the modern look. Do you need any training? Or are they asking that you need if you're a contractor or is it just... Basically, you just got to be competent enough that you can do this. So pretty much anybody from TV shouldn't be touching this. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> He's making jokes at me. <laughs> like any carpenter that knows how to use a, a saw and uh, use a drill can install it. You just They get their hands on it. They all understand the clips, strapping. It's really easy to use. We have installation guides online. And obviously, I'm the one to call if there's any uh, technical questions. Okay, so I've got a technical question. Yeah. Oh, there you are. So... I'm I'm the guy on the tools. Okay. I'm the guy doing callbacks for my own work or someone else's work. If I needed to remove this, do I have to remove a whole section of walls? Yep. So there's no removing one section and replacing it. I know, but the only siding material that you can only take one section out is vinyl. Mm -hmm. now, correct me if I'm wrong. You got to still do the same if it's a wood product. You're going to have to start from the end and work your way to wherever the defect yeah, I, is. I was like, because it's all new, I just wanted to ask that question because sometimes when I go into a job, I don't want to hack something apart. Mm -hmm. I need to know what I'm getting into, right? I'm not going to jump to decking yet. I'm just going to No, 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 no. We're still deciding, man. Yeah. What are you using behind that? Behind the, the siding? So yeah. we have a, like a one by... The strapping depends on what the scenario is, but it's usually like a one by three strapping. 
on a house that already has like Tyvex or blue skin on it. And uh, as long as it's flat and the strapping goes on it, it could be installed on it. The water still getting behind it and traveling behind it still? It, it could. I, I, I mean, it, it all depends on how you're designing the house. I mean, I, I hope that when they're designing the house and they're putting the new tech wood on, they, they account for that. Uh, like I said, with the clips, it does, it does give about half an inch of space. Uh, and then you have your, your strapping. So there is space for airflow and I guess water to, if it was to come in. But a lot of people, again, they, uh, they, they put, butt it up to stucco which is really popular for the houses, for the modern look. So uh, there wouldn't really be any, any room for water to, to come in when, when you butt it up to uh, other building materials. I, I want to get into a world. I still want to talk about siding, but I think it's time that we... Let's do... <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I know our siding is very unique. Like, I, like how we started in the beginning, like when, you, when we thought we were going to do decking, we sold, I think, four to one of siding. Siding decking. versus decking? Yeah, it's like four to one. And there's, are the sidings the most expensive? I, I can see that because I think that there's a more call to action for siding. Mm -hmm. I don't think there's enough great products when it comes to siding or cladding yeah. materials. And I think the decking world is oversaturated quite a bit regarding even the composite. We'll get into your decking because you've got these tiles, which I'm really impressed with. But we got to first do pick a bone. Oh, you want to pick a bone? Let's pick a bone. Okay. So, Costa, you got a bone to pick in the industry, construction industry, anything in the industry that kind of, I don't know, upsets you? Uh, upsets me. You know what, guys? I'm going to be honest with you. I mean, you can see on the paper there, years in business is one. Let me just add a zero to that. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. He's got 10 years experience now. <laughs> see how that works? It's like I'm on TV. <laughs> you know what? I see people do that all the time with their businesses. <laughs> um, so, so, okay, so where do you come from then? Like, where where you come from? How young are you, man? I guess. I don't. You're in your 20s, man. Well, guess, guess. Mid 20s, 25, 26. I don't know. Yeah, I was thinking yeah. around 25. I'm 23. There you go. I knew so it. We're not that off. Yeah. So, what were you doing before this one year? Before that one year, well, I've I've been with the the Rinomato group of companies for almost two years now. Uh, I just graduated from McMaster in science, and uh, I graduated. And you're in construction right now. Yeah. That's yeah. pretty cool, actually. <laughs> so science <laughs> wasn't doing journey. it for you? No, you know what? I wanted to become a doctor, and then uh, I was doing research at CAMH, looking at brain scans and uh, working with some of the doctors there. I did a few placements in the hospital, and uh, I just guess it wasn't my cup of tea, and I decided to go to business. My dad's a dentist, and my mom's a hygienist, so my mom wasn't too happy about it, but my dad said, just work hard right so are you uh are you old enough to remember queen street and cam h when they had that asylum wall around the whole thing do you remember any of that you wait wait remember? you're talking I, about I 1000 queen i don't know i don't remember that <laughs> but so, so they had that brick wall that's i don't know what 10 feet tall or something like yeah. that all along queen street it's still there on the cells uh parts of it are still yeah, there yeah. yeah but then they opened it all up I don't, i'm trying to think of maybe 20 years ago they okay. would have knocked it down and then all of a sudden that's the the, the whole queen west started changing you couldn't remove cam h and you shouldn't no. we, we oh, no, need no, no, cam h no, no, no. right yeah. but I, I actually was really impressed with what they did when because that wall made it look like a place where you didn't want to go to <laughs> like it was a disgusting <laughs> wall right so i was so happy that they took it down and then they kind of recladded in any yeah. new structures that were cam h related yeah. they started designing them 
better like yeah. a lot better yeah it looks right? better than neighborhood no it just yeah because the neighborhood <laughs> was calling for that stuff so it was just nice that you would drive down there and sure yeah. i mean we, we need these treatment areas especially more than ever now uh it, so it was nice that they took that down and then it just became that so i don't know you should maybe go back and just look at somehow how queen street used to be that mm-hmm. little strip between um i guess dover court dover court all the way to i would say uh, strong shaw sorry dover court of shaw that's where it's basically look at, located yeah, at right yeah. Uh, for all you people that are not in Toronto, and you're gonna have to look it up then and just check it yeah. out. But everybody else in Toronto, no, so. I, I'll definitely do that. But CAMH was uh, it was a good time. I learned a lot there. You know, leaders in uh, research for mental health, and obviously, mental health is uh, it's an important thing, right? Like everyone should be uh, healthy and everything. Yeah. So after after that, I decided to do business. I graduated right when COVID started. Wow. And yeah. Lucky for you. I know. I could not sit in a <sighs> chair for. Five hours. My day, niece is doing hours. it right now, and I'm like, going, this is just stupid. I would have dropped out. I would have yeah. dropped out. Um, and you're paying full pop too. I, don't get me started on that. Like that's just re- it's I'm sorry. It's, it's robbery. It's it is. It's 100 percent right. robbery. When I graduated, I remember that I submitted my papers, and I was officially graduated. I think I had like a few drinks with uh, friends or whatever. And the, the next morning, I come down from my room. It's like 10 o'clock, and I like I, I slept in a bit. My dad's sitting at the dinner uh, at the dinner table and uh, he's eating his breakfast and he's looking at me. He was eating his breakfast because at the time his his uh, dental practice had to close down because of COVID. Yeah. Because everyone's dental practice had to close down, and he looks at me. He's like, "All right, when are you going to start working?" And it's like, <laughs> "Fuck! I haven't even graduated for the past 24 hours, and now I got to look for work during COVID, right?" And you know, everyone's going on CERB, and uh, all my friends are going on CERB. You know, taking taking that uh, government free money. And, uh, By the way, well, it's, it's, not, it's not, free. not free. No, I, <laughs> it I, 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 I was pockets. coming out of my pocket. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, and I thought, you know, what? I might as well work to, to to pay for these people to uh, sit at home and to not work. That's what I said too. <laughs> <laughs> Go, going back to the teachers teaching off of Zoom calls and whatever, it would be actually pretty interesting if you had the powers to create those classrooms like the movie The Ring and then the students can actually reach <laughs> right into God. it and scare the shit out of the teachers like wake the fuck up like this it's just it, never mind <laughs> that's uh, my little tangent okay so wait you never told us about a bone to pick we got into science Mac oh, yeah, graduated I said, I, I said, but you only I, been I, in the business one year trust me you've been in the business for one day you got a bone to pick something has to happen <laughs> sounds like COVID so far <laughs> I guess uh, I guess no one wants to fucking work anymore Nobody wants to work. No, Are you no. talking about everybody? Wow. No, or? About, about you know, I had labor shortage for like the longest time, like three three months. We were trying to find people. You know, we we're using temp agencies trying to find someone full time. Nobody. No one wanted to work, right? And uh, like we we were upping our our salaries and and looking for people. Were they giving you excuses? No, it was just it's just it's just the handful of people that we had from like. Uh, posting for job opportunities they were already like at the the people at the bottom of the barrel that before covid everyone got picked for their jobs right and and and, and obviously all the good workers still kept their jobs and and uh always do yeah right and then and then all the people that already struggled to find work before covid were still looking for work that's a COVID. constant problem in I this industry what kind of work related work are you talking about so like like labor work. work for like so with new tech with like we we prepare the orders here for all of our retailers so there's a lot of opening bundles moving boards around um, it's great that it's canadian i love this yeah yeah and uh and the issue was that because 
it wasn't uh, I couldn't find someone full time. I had to like get some of my high school, my university buddies to help me out. Wow. Or uh, you know, one guy was in law school, the other guy was uh, doing his masters for uh, programming. I mean, it was the summer, so they were on break. This sounds pretty but... good. You had lawyers, <laughs> you, you had uh, doctors. <laughs> you, you're ready for construction. This yeah, is a good I'm begging them. I'm like, I, I told them, I'm like, I'll pick you up. This from is your a good house. Like, you know, I, I did everything to, to, to tie them in, right? Because. I did everything. I, I picked them up. I dropped them off. You know, but nobody wanted a full time job. No one wanted a full time job. And uh, I mean, I, I would I would run eight hours to do the labor work, and then six hours to do the computer work, sleep, and then repeat for like a the few construction months. life. Hey, yeah. welcome to our Monday. <laughs> that's one day in the construction life. There we go. Right. So uh, so I, that's I a good that's bone. My, yeah. For sure, that's a good bone, yeah. man. Right? And so you I, learned that in the first quarter of your, your time in construction. Well, in the first... Wow. When That's I first crazy. started... That is actually crazy that you just said that. What? What? No, the no first... like, we're, we're just... We usually have fun with a bone to pick, but yeah. you're actually saying something that we always talk about, finding workers, yeah. and you're working even harder expecting to just walk into something and have it running nice. And... So this problem is not going to get solved. You realize that, right? You're always going to have this problem. Yes, yes, I have. I've come to that realization because again, I got the. I've I've just entered the industry, yeah. right? So when I started finding work, I, I was a demoer. We demoed the Supreme Banquet Hall, and uh, that must have been fun. Yeah, it was. It was. A, it was actually a really good summer. I mean, with COVID, everything was closed down, and there was a really good group of guys that we worked with. You know, beers on Thursdays because the scrap metal guys would, you know, for taking all our scrap. <laughs> the thing wicked. we call them cro- Cronas, uh, you know. <laughs> I love those. Thursdays. I love those. Uh, right. I love when that happens yeah. at the end of the <laughs> week. Corona's on Thursday, so what? Nobody came in on Friday. No, no, no. We worked on Friday. No, oh, okay. we just, we just, just slower. We, yeah, you're talking yeah. to a doctor. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, and then after that, I did a few more odd jobs for them. When we acquired this, so when RGC acquired this, it was last. What are we? Are we in 2022? So 2020, summer of 2020, we acquired the new tech wood rights for Ontario, and that's when I was still doing demo work, and and I met the owner Ernie. Ernie uh, Fantastic and, uh, guy. Yeah. Yeah. No, he's great he's chat a, with him. We got to get him on the show. Great Straight guy. up guy. Yeah. 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 There's there's no bullshit around the corner there. No, he's, he's amazing. <laughs> he's amazing. And uh, I remember it was when we were moving offices, and I was sweeping the old office. I was there by myself, and he was there by himself too, just to see what we were doing. And I was like, hi, sir, my name is Costa. And, and at the time, I knew that work was like slowing down for us. To be honest, I, I loved working, right? Like I, I knew after I was graduating, I, I was going work, find work right away. I didn't need my dad to tell me that. Uh, I think my dad was a bit nervous just because with the millennials, <laughs> me like, you know, daddy, pay me this, pay me this. I want to sit at home, right? So Did I, your mom say the same thing? To, to find work? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. No, no, not yet. Not Stereo. Yet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so um, yeah. So I, when I met him, I, I told him that was ballsy because I really wanted to work at the main office, and I I, I didn't want to go into the union to do drywall. I told him that I'd work three months without pay, and uh, wow. to, as long as he kept me at the office, it's yeah. amazing. Good for you, man. Yeah. Wow. So, it's kind of rare for a twenty-something to actually work for three months for free. Yeah. That was a great negotiation. Yeah. You knew what you knew what you were gonna give him, and uh, and you proved yourself. That's fantastic. And then after that, uh, he told me I could stay at the main office to work, and we did a lot of construction here when we moved to the new office. 
you know, sweeping the floors and, and doing whatever else needed to be done, like installing this, you know, installing the cabinets or uh, desks. And then when we acquired New Tech Wood, the owner of New Tech Wood Canada, that's the New Tech Wood Canada station in Montreal, he'd be delivering for us every, every week or every other week uh, our orders, right? Because we were just getting set up. So Ernie told me that if I was, and he, he introduced me to the guy, his name is Daniel, and he's like, this is the owner of New Tech Wood Canada who comes down from Montreal once a week to deliver for us. Wow, if that's you're not impressive. With him, yeah, and we have really to hand impressive. bomb the, the material. It's not like we had like a forklift to un, undo, to uh, take off all the material. And he told me, he's like, this is the guy's the owner of New Tech Wood Canada. He's helping us out. If he ever delivers in Ontario and you're not with him, you're fired. <laughs> <laughs> So I was like, okay, give me your phone number. I'd call him like every weekend, like three times. Hey, making sure it's Monday, right? It's Monday that we're delivering. <laughs> and then he took a liking to me. And at the time with New Tech Wood Ontario, we only had one sales rep. And uh, one day I, I told my boss, because I, I started helping the owner of New Tech Wood Canada with the, with the deliveries in around September time. I told... Uh, I, I fell in love with the product. I saw the uh, need for it in the market, how unique it is in the market. And, uh, and, and again, I have no sales experience. I have no, I have no experience at all, really. I'm just a science guy who wanted to become a doctor at one point. I told Ernie, I was like, look, you know, I'm doing this, like, and, and, and uh, you know, I'll sweep any floor that you need me to do. And I appreciate the work that I, I've been given. But this is something that I, I can do and I could, I could uh, help sell and, and make a lot of money for you. I guess he, he took a risk with me. I mean, at the time I was 20, 22, right? Yeah, I was 22. So, you know, a 22 year old and Ernie has lots of experience, right? So I, I guess he took a risk with letting a 22 year old, like, you know, with no experience to start, start doing the new, like uh, to help with everything with new tech wood. And then, uh, so you're doing this all by yourself in the beginning. Yes. So after the new year happened, so coming from 2020 to 2021, I was full-time new tech wood. I stopped, uh, I stopped the uh, sweeping the floors and everything and, and, and helping out with the construction here to start selling new tech wood. As we started to cut the umbilical cord from new tech wood Canada, like to do our own deliveries to, uh, to um, you know, uh, just doing more stuff on our, on our own and uh, preparing orders by ourselves, uh, there needed someone to do all that stuff. So I, I talked to her and I was like, I, 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 you don't have to hire someone. I could do all of this. So from sales rep became to, you know, starting to run the day-to-day -day operations, you know, preparing the orders, you know, shipping it out, selling. So from that time that you got started with it and it's just getting introduced to the market. So that would have been the beginning of COVID. So that would have been like March, April of 2020 yeah. to now. How is the how is the product doing in the market? Amazing, it's doing great. Amazing, we're, we're the uh, so we're in fifty five different countries with New Tech Wood. Canada is the largest growing uh, country right now for New Tech Wood demand. Really? Yeah, because I could totally see Canada embracing this. That's the thing about yeah. it. And as much as I like, like I love bricklayers, uh, but I mean that's my my thing about this whole show and everything. Brick is being pushed out because of I guess the cost and the shortage of labor. And then you're being introduced to new products like this yeah. and new options. And then you're getting clients who want their house to not look like traditional homes. If you want a traditional home, you take a home that's in a in an area already, like I guess downtown Toronto, and you basically just refurbish that house. You renovate that house and that's it. But when you're building a new house, here's an option for a new type of cladding. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. 
And it, look, guys, it's it's a green product, right? Like you know, we we remove a lot of plastic from the oceans, and we recycle it into this product. So a lot of Canadians really like that. Are there any touch-up paints or anything like? Do any not paint kits? this. Do not paint this. There's no kits for touching no, anything you, up. No, you don't have to paint it. It uh, it will last like that forever. But during installation, if you by any chance, whatever you're screwing, and all of a sudden you skip the screw, or someone and, takes a de- uh, and something bit, across a deck, or yeah, and it hits it or something. Okay. If you, if you damage it that way. I've seen online someone take a heat gun and uh, quickly go over the polyethylene. It kind of went back to its natural huh. look. So really? I haven't tested it yet, but I've seen that online with composite wood. I've actually done that with deck boards. Okay. And I've made the grooves, the lines yeah. in them to cover up drags and yeah. so on. So I'm seeing the cladding accessories here and the strapping there. Are those your strapping? Like, are they no, also? No. 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 That's but the clip strap. system is the yours. Clip, the clip is ours, yeah. So what were they were they trying to go commercial or were they or were they always pushing for residential with this uh, product? We'd love to go commercial. We're just waiting on the fire ratings for it. We are on residential. I mean the the, the main the main goal is high rise buildings, you know, for the soffits, um, you know, this this stuff, the quick decks on the balconies. Yeah, I think that's a brilliant idea because yeah. most of these verandas and balconies that have nothing. Veranda. Dude, you like that? I oh, just haven't heard that word in a while. Because <laughs> I'm old. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know the cost? You know what a veranda? My grandma says veranda. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm 50. <laughs> Carlino, so, come over here. Sit down on the veranda. Carlo, huh? get on the veranda. <laughs> <laughs> no, and so those deck boards, so we want to dive into decks first or you want to do... No, no, I'd like to finish it. Oh, you know what? Let's what? take a break for a second and do... History with Manny. It's like a monkey. All right. You got a banana? Here's a little. I got a monkey, 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 <laughs> monkey. Uh, what's your bracket? You're Italian. I'm Greek. You're Greek. Fully You're Greek. Greek. Yeah. Right. I would have never guessed that. Really? Yeah. Well, the name Costa. And actually, that's right. It's true. I know, but I would have never guessed that. Really? Hang on you a totally second. Let not, me, I have a let lot me of see how many, huh? how many vowels and consonants you got in your last name here. Oh, yeah. You can't be that Greek. Costa Carolinas. Yeah. I was expecting like your last name would I be s- the whole thing. I swear. <laughs> I would have Pop- never thought that. <laughs> yeah. Facimus. <laughs> not, not to offend every Greek person that listens to our show. Uh, a little history here, guys. I wanted to ask you guys uh, about materials that are used in the Azores for building homes. Concrete. Yeah. But what else? <laughs> what else, though? Metal. Nope. On the roof. Plants. <laughs> <laughs> Clay roof tiles. Yeah, man. that's true. Okay. I'm just say so just a little history on the Azores Islands history. It was actually colonized in fourteen thirty nine. So you the had clay so, tile? No, no, no. The actual Azores, the islands. Okay, there's nine islands. Everybody that's listening that's Portuguese knows there's nine islands in the Azores, right? All nine islands are actually connected to a color. Hmm. I didn't know this. So there's nine islands. Everyone knows them as uh, Santa Maria, San Miguel, Terceira, Graciosa, San Jorge, Fayal, Flores and Corva, and Pico. All right? Pico. Now, Santa Maria, what color do you think Santa Maria is? Blue. Yellow. Because wow. <laughs> it's the island of the sun. San Miguel, what color do you think San Miguel green. is? Green. Because it's very You've lush. Been there? It's very luscious oh. and green there, right? Terceira, what color do you think Terceira is? Sounds pretty red to me. It's lilac. Lilac. How do you know what lilac is? What? Purplish okay. kind blue, of purple. Blue, yeah. Yeah, blue, blue. Uh, Graciosa, what color is that? Black. 
It's white. <laughs> <laughs> so this is almost word association in the ink blocks. That's what's going on here. <laughs> San George. <laughs> Carlito remembers this in therapy. Uh, San George. <laughs> what color do you think San George is? Red. Brown. The brown. Fayal. What t- color do you think Fayal is? Yellow. Blue. Yellow is not Santa oh, Maria. Yes. Uh, it's blue. Wow. Uh, f- Flores. Flores. What color do you think Flores is? Red. Pink. <laughs> Flowers. <laughs> Rose. Corval. What color do you think Corval is? Red. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to get it. <laughs> and the last island, because there's nine of them, Pico. But a red. No. <laughs> None of the islands are red. Pico is gray. Because okay. of the mountain That's and a so lot sad. of the sun. No, it's not, okay? <laughs> so back to the houses being built. Uh, so way back when, way back when, in 1439, when they're building homes, what were they using to build those homes? Goats. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> they were using stones and grass for the roof. That's way back, 1439, yeah. right? But today, yeah, so they're using concrete for the... So f- my first answers were right then. Yes. Yeah. Uh, concrete for the floors, concrete for the walls. Mm-hmm. It's always solid. Or they use the native uh, volcanic rock, uh, balsatic or something like that, stone. They use that, and then uh, it's very expensive, so they use it on the face of the houses. And then mm-hmm. they have the uh, terracotta shingles, the roof. Yeah. And that's the homes there, man. That's just a little bit of... History with Manny. <laughs> We're talking to Costa from New Tech Wood, Ontario, the GM. He's got 10 years experience here on our paper. <laughs> because you added the zero? Or? I added a zero, yeah. I can add another zero make it 100 years. Uh, www.newtechwood.ca. And the email is Costa, K-O-S-T-A at N-T-W-Canada.ca. On Instagram is New Tech Wood Canada. All right, let's dive in. What? Well, I, I want to say something just before we go too far, because I know now we're going to get into other things. So. We go way too far. I wanted to tell you that from a, a company owner and, and looking at employees, that I would always hire someone with no experience over experience, because there's something beautiful about no experience. It's sponge. a sponge, and it's a new beginning, and there's no looking back. With someone with experience, so-called experience, is nothing but headaches and their way or the way their old boss did it. It's nothing but a, a, a disaster in the mathematics. So I just want to say, it, I think it's fantastic that you started fresh and this is like your thing and you haven't gone farther than this. Mm-hmm. So I just wanted to say that. Oh, like, thank you. A year or 10 years. I know guys that have been in this business 30 years and honestly, they were better in their first year than in 30. Wow. So... Anyway, sorry. Good point. I'm just like, you'll learn this, and you've probably seen it from Ernie. It's like anybody that gets into construction either gets very, very good, and they get better over the years, and they want to build something, or they get very, very bad, and they get very bitter over the years, and then they just want to get out of the business, mm-hmm. but then they're stuck in it. So it's just to figuring out, okay, which path do you want to take? And I really believe this stuff is beautiful. Like, it's, it's nice to have a refreshing change. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's nice to have options in the market, right? Were you guys... Um, was it being featured at any trade shows recently? We were in a trade show in December. So that um, would have been Construct Canada? Yes, yes. Okay. How was that? How was the response there? It was good. It was yeah? good. The builder's show. Yeah. Okay. We, uh, it, was, it was really good. So we don't sell direct. We sell through retailers. But they were telling me that they were just getting lots of, uh, they had lots of leads. People that from Ottawa that we don't have any retailers for, uh, I got at least emails from Ottawa saying hey we're looking for material we saw you at the show it was a really good show people actually told me that this was the best product that they saw 
and uh, at our at the booth for one of our retailers, I, I came to help out. People were coming by and they were taking photos. They would step back, far back, come really close, touch it, and they they would be like, "What the fuck is this?" Because they haven't seen it. They they're, haven't seen it. Yeah, they they're not familiar with it. And this why this is why the wall cladding sold to a four to one to our decking. No one has this profile. No one has this look, right? And I mean, like, look, if I hold it back. No, it's actually it, a really nice look. Right? It's, it looks really natural, right? That Ipe color. But it's, it is timeless. Like, this could fit in. Yes. In any yeah. type of construction. Mm-hmm. Now, I know in right? the brochure and the literature, you guys are also featuring this on an interior application, too. Yeah. It, I, mean, I mean, like, you know, it's, it, it's built for outside, but you could throw it inside. I want to actually, before we get into decking, it'd be nice to walk us through the installation process. I want to try to get a sense of when you're measuring this, or you don't know that, or do you know that? I mean, I I know enough to do takeoffs, but I'm not. I'm Have not you good. tried to install it yourself on an application? Not the not the wall cladding. Okay. Not the wall cladding, the quick decks, which anyone could install. I've done. I would say almost anyone. Well, definitely everyone from TV. <laughs> <laughs> or from media. <laughs> <laughs> but okay, so should you cut this product if in a vertical application, the siding wise, are you cutting it? A little bit short, like you want some expansion. Is this gonna move? Yeah, um, it's gonna move, right? Yeah, you should. You should like like anything that expands into trash. You should cut it. Um, I think it's uh, eighth of an inch. We put you on the spot, man. Yeah. Does it say in the brochure? It doesn't, but in our technical sheet, it does. Now, wait. You can make fences out of this. We actually, you can make fences out of the wall cladding, or we actually have our fencing line. Okay, so now I did a really expensive fence last summer. Yeah. That was a crazy fence. That, that was with the, the modern... Uh, yeah, so it was expensive because we went shed. techno, but yeah, with everything, right? And I just saw that you can... So are you selling those fence boards too? Yes. No, yes. you are. Yeah, so the fence boards are Holy also composite. Holy cow. So what are these... So fencing board section and you've got fencing accessories. So you've got a post. Post, yeah. That's got a very hard round corners, right? Yeah. And then you're capping... Okay, so tell... Okay, Costa, now I'm shopping. What's the section of fence cost? For the post and the so two posts and then cover six feet high. Okay, six feet high and what? Right. Six feet wide. Six feet wide. And then you go in vertical application with this product. Yeah. And then you've got a small. Well, you go little, both ways. Sorry. Can you go both ways with it? What do you mean? Horizontal and vertical. No, oh, no, you can only, no, go, you can go, only okay. go over uh, horizontal. Yeah, you can go horizontal. Okay. Oh no, so you can take that same Norwegian. This is not a fencing board because on the back. There's no finish, right? Okay. Our fencing oh. board has a finish on both sides. For that fence, that's a good. That, that's actually pretty good because if your neighbor doesn't want to finish their side, it's already done. Like your yes, neighbor. because I have I've had someone that wanted to use this the Norwegian profile uh, for their fence, and I said, okay, well, you know, your neighbor is going to going to like it's going to look ugly, and he said, fuck them. So <laughs> <laughs> that never happens. So how much would this section of fence cost? Uh, with the post and the boards to cover six feet high mm-hmm. it would cost seven hundred dollars that was still cheaper than what i was doing can i ask so the, the, the post so i'm just breaking it down so the posts that i got were aluminum posts yeah which is ours so we that's have aluminum posts. but that's what i like your post better because you've got a really harsh it's got to be what about an inch this radius is really on sexy it? man it's an inch radius on that post right and it's so, so was that a three by three inch post Yes, around there. or three. I think three and a half. Three and a half, and yeah. then it's got a one inch radius on all four corners, and then it's six feet tall. So that's aluminum. Nine feet. They come nine feet. They come nine feet yeah, too. So if you want to put a Sono two down and put three feet into the ground, 
I'm thinking about anchoring yeah. it to the actual technometopulse the same way. Which you could you could cut. You could totally do that yeah. as well. But I mean, uh, we were he cut was wild. You mean right? He was paying. Cut it out if you. Sorry, you you want to secure to the ground at six feet. Secure at a at a at a plate a metal a helical pile. Okay. is what we did. We didn't secure it to the concrete. We didn't okay. do concrete for that reason. Um, but I'm just looking at price wise. How much is your post? Because I think he was paying fifty bucks a post. I think an extra post is like two hundred and. Five dollars for one post. Yeah, so so every six feet section is going to be seven hundred dollars because you have the posts and the boards. Yes, and then that last post, like you'll need to buy is that, the extra one. Is the extra one, which is like two hundred and five. So when you're saying seven hundred bucks, it's it's seven hundred bucks for two posts and the fence boards. Seven hundred bucks for one post. For and, one post and the fence, and the fence boards. boards. And then you go from there, and the boards are what? Like what's the square footage price on the boards? If these were fifteen, sixteen. I guess I guess five hundred dollars. 490 480 I mean but then that's 25 year guarantee man and it looks really sexy I'm just uh, versus PT I just think that that looks make that makes more oh, sense man. this is sexy buddy I know and durable too so I guess you could throw soccer balls or whatever and yeah. it's durable I, yeah. I wanted to ask you about the posts now I know that you know if I was purchasing it I'd be taking care of my side say the next door neighbor didn't want to do his side yet Fuck could him. he come back and do his side later on is there is the reveal or the fasteners available on that post for them because sometimes when your neighbor's like my neighbor we went 50 50 on the posts um but we didn't go 50 50 on the boards because he wanted to do his own style oh i see so could he finish it any which way with your product later on with our product yeah yeah so with the posts you could see there that there's each uh, side has a slot, so whichever side that at the end, right? You could you could you could put a piece into high. Yeah, no, that I know I like that. That's what it's, and then, it's a better one, man. Yeah. Told, right, so you right take right. that out, you put the boards in. Yeah. So we're describing to things to it. people that listen to a show. We got to start videotaping this. But I noticed that the fence boards actually come in different widths. So then you got boards that are six point three inches. Yes. Twelve point two inches. That's crazy. And then I the other like one is six point three, but it's got two grooves versus the other six point three has got no grooves in it. Yes. Yeah, so you've so got an option to put grooves in it in yes. one. Yes. Oh, look at that, eh? Because this, because you asked for this for fencing. Yeah. We do have. A fencing board like that looks that. like this. That's this yeah. one here. I got it. Okay. You so know what I'm I like gonna... about all this? You could do your deck, your fencing, and your siding, and still match it all. Yes. That's actually one of my. That's biggest so symmetrical. Sellers. I always make the. I always tell people it's like you know when you're designing a house. You know your wife might be a nurse, but all of a sudden when you start designing a house, she's an interior and exterior designer, right? And they want everything to match. And uh, I can't tell you how many wives have told me, like, will this match? Will this match? Will this match? And the husband's saying, like, hey, will this match? Because she's going to be mad if it doesn't match. And I tell everyone that, like, again, this product is manufactured in-house. We're able to control the quality of it. So when you get your Ipe-colored wall siding to your Ipe-colored fencing to your Ipe-colored decking, that Ipe color will be the exact same. Actually, if you want to see this, this quick deck board is a teak color. And that's a teak. That's the same teak color. Cladding. So it all matches. And you guys can confirm that it all matches. So the fence that you got here in the brochure where it's the Chevron. Yeah. So how, so someone just actually took your regular fence boards and just put it on a bias. They just cut it on a 45 and then install it into. For the photo in there? Yeah. No, that, that board right there is made for the actual fence. Oh, but you can have that made for your fence? Oh, that one. No, no, sorry. I, I was, uh, I thought you were talking no, about no, this one photo. here. No, that one is our wall cladding board that they put it on a fence. 
So that's on that's 45s. Our, yeah, that's so that's in that fence application. So what we're looking at for anybody who's not looking at what we're looking at, obviously, um, it's a six foot fence section, but it's a whole fence, and then it's created a spine. So you've mm -hmm. got one side that's, that's diagonally going down on the left, and you got the next side that's going diagonally Bookmark. on the right. Uh, yeah. So it's basically what. So that fence, that's a fence board. Mm -hmm. That's just no, on that one. That one's on the 45 is not a fence board. Oh, that's a deck board. Yeah, our fence boards only go horizontal so how did they handle the part where on the bottom it's going into just the ground did they frame the whole fence section that's how i'm thinking they probably did it they had to build a frame section for it yeah it looks like that yeah because i actually like the look of that yeah but i think that's kind of a custom deal mm -hmm. you got to do a little bit of modifying kind of thing. yeah and you got you got to work with it like with with that guy that he did his fence with the european cladding yeah who he didn't care about his neighbor um <laughs> he uh when it came to the to like the entrance right like of the his backyard where his his fence started running i know he used our partition beam and he uh he welded it he put like uh, metal in it to give it structure because our, our product's not structural and uh he got a little fancy with it and I, I know he took our bullnose deck board and put it as a top trim piece to run on the top and it, it looked really sexy at the end oh wow right? yeah all right. I think it's Green Book time. No, it's not yet. Yes, it is. Do you guys no. want some uh, Velama water before? Sure. I'll have some. He's still nursing his as if he's when at I the show my joint. wife this, she's going to love it. Yeah. Why? What do you mean? She Anything glass, she's so against plastic and so am I. It's so nice to see water and glass. Yeah. I really wish we'd go back. And I noticed the glass is like the, the glass bottle is nice and thick. It yeah. doesn't it doesn't feel like it's gonna break. Yeah. You know what I mean? I wanted to talk about the post a little bit more. Yeah, I have some water. Have you, you guys have... have you guys thought about running LED lights and solar panels in the fence? Um, oh wait a minute, that one's flat. This one is flat. Oh <laughs> I, I like That's fine. Look, I'm gonna try both. Look, I, I really like Velamo. Uh, I, I I always say I don't drink water, I drink Velamo. It's uh I'm not a huge water guy, but when I drank this, it it, it really does. So have where a do we get taste. this water from? Do you buy an order of uh, decking and siding, and you get water, a case of water? Is that what it is going on here? <laughs> and we'll we'll throw in drywall and a house on the side of that too. So we're doing Green Book talk, I guess. Oh yes, we are there, sir. It's a show, and we got a format. <laughs> so uh, what do you think? You know, you guys building houses and doing your decks. You know, there there's a there's a work time. Here, you can't just come in on Sundays and work anymore. You can't stay after seven o'clock. You know, there's certain sounds that you can't. You can, no, you're not supposed to. But oh. you know, it depends on the neighbor and your relationship. With seven a.m. to seven p.m., nine a.m. to five p.m. on a Saturday. No work no on Sundays. Sundays. But people, but if you have a relationship with next door neighbors, or if you're in a building and you, you know you know your mm -hmm. neighbors, you tell them, you give them pastries and so on. Mm -hmm. You'll get away with it. Uh, but Making noise, what, and you're making excessive noise, something that's louder than just normal construction yeah. noise. What do you think the city's gonna fine you five. for making excessive noise or I'm loud gonna, or I'm gonna noise? go with 550. <sighs> dum, 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 Okay, well, we've got our first winner for the first time, <laughs> 500 for many. So, you know, if, if you think you're, you know, in your work time, Wait, but 500? you're making noise and it's a lot louder than it's supposed to be. Is it 500? It's 500. I didn't win. I got, I said 550. Oh. I, I always say uh, 550. I take that back then. 
<laughs> I, I could have sworn you said five, sorry. So anyways, it's $500. So you can get fined by the city for being too loud outside or even inside. So for construction. Yeah, for this right, for construction. Now, so is, it, is it construction or is it noise? It's construction noise. Construction noise. Yeah, I'm not talking about noise, your music. I'm talking about doing construction at someone's house or are you doing construction of your own house? So I just want to bring up a point about that. Technically speaking, you could be charged with creating mischief if your music is too loud, if you're having a party. That's the official charge. I've never seen anyone charged. Oh, I've seen somebody charged really? for creating mischief really? recently. In Ottawa? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Trumped up charges, all kinds of shit. But that's on another tangent. Yeah, I, so I five hundred bucks. My, uh, those kids frozen. Those kids were those kids were way too loud in Ottawa. Oh, I think the construction life account just got frozen. <laughs> <laughs> if they can find it. Anyways, find it's it. it's pretty scary to know that, you know, you're doing a hard day's work. You're not trying to disturb anyone. You're working hard just like everybody else is. And, you know, someone complains, city comes down, they don't want to give you any leeway and they it's 500 bucks for the day. What is, what this is, is now you're working this for is during, free. This is during like regular construction hours. That's right. yes. Really? Yeah. And it's too noisy? If it's too so noisy, what's the decibel level? I would assume somewhere around 75 because then you have to put headgear in, right? So, okay, but the problem is that a table saw is 80. Yeah, I don't, I don't know those exact numbers. I'll look into them. You know, you know what they could that. do too with that money? They could uh, invest into uh, those garbage trucks that come early in the morning. Beep, beep, beep. Or how about the landscaping? Me up. How about the landscaping <laughs> <Right>? trucks? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, so Costa, no, no, but the, Costa, the garbage trucks are, are governments, right? So they can take that money and reinvest it. Into, okay, uh, all right. I got a little millennial attack now. Yeah. My, actually, fun fact: Ernie attacks me every time in the meeting. He always says, "Oh, kids like these. Look at him. He's 23. They don't want to maintain it. So you know, buy this, and, and it's good, right? Because his generation, when you pass on and give it to your kids, they won't do shit with it." Uh, <laughs> right? I, I think, I think there, Ernie I'm might listen to this. I'm not exactly <laughs> sure. But I'll just, I'll just let you know that if you get up at 4 o'clock in the morning, you get up about two hours before that beep, beep sound, right? So I don't know what time you're you waking know what? up. You're right, though. Uh, it would have to be over 100 decibels. Oh, you're back to the table saw? Yeah, no, no. I was just, I was just buzzed out about that. I'm just, no, because from Burfasco, we did the show with Burfasco, and they started talking about the DB levels of certain tools. And I think that a table saw is actually 80 dB. Yeah, and I know that you're supposed to wear ear, hearing protection when you're using, at 75. Yeah, so that's what I mean. It's just you're back there, but I'm, I'm on the garbage truck yeah, and millennials how, sleeping in. No, but, no, but I, don't, I don't. Okay, well, the, my tr garbage truck comes around. Um, it comes around uh, 7.45 to 8-ish. And you're still sleeping? I'm usually. What, what time? What time? No, I, I'm, I'm usually up. I'm just realizing I haven't really had that issue for a while. <laughs> <laughs> it used to be an issue. Everybody I know that's in construction is It's up because you're working by now, you're five gone. o'clock in the morning, man. Yeah. No, 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 no. I usually wake up I naturally wake up around six thirty seven. Or maybe that's when the truck comes. <laughs> you know what? I'm actually happy when the garbage guys come. No, you know what? No, I've 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 heard them. No, there is. But uh, they do go through other people's neighborhoods. <laughs> I know, but that's just a natural sound, man. No, it's I'm just... actually. I think the whole street's happy when they see the garbage truck. Because all that smell from your house is gone. <laughs> I thought it used to wake me up, but no, I, I'm usually up around six thirty-seven. Let me ask you this, man: Is there actually a stereotype for your generation? A hundred percent. So, are your friends like that? Are you guys? Are you like that, or is it you guys are? 
feeding into the stereotype? Look, when when I when I started working, everyone was like, "Oh, go on Serb. What are you doing? You're stupid. You know, you wow, can make more." Wow, serious? Oh yeah, oh yeah. They thought they said. I I've heard be, that before. Right? You know, the tax-free money. Right? Stay at home. It's not tax-free money. That's what they, that's what everyone. But thought. it's not a lot of money. It's two thousand two thousand a month to sit sit at home. I know, but it's not two thousand. A car payment's a thousand. Yeah. Your insurance, your yeah. gas. So what are you doing? Well, because with as millennials, they're not paying for it. Mommy and daddy's paying for I it. I always did. I never had that. Right. Are you a millennial? No, but yeah. when I was. <laughs> <laughs> right. So uh, they said, uh, "Why are you working?" And, and so are they still like that after two years of this bullshit? Honestly, I like I've been so busy. I haven't really had time to connect with a lot of people. I hope not. I really hope not. But the lawyers, everybody else that was educating. They're, they're still in school. They're still in school. Still what in are we, school. X-Gen? We're not we're, X... What are we, again? We're Generation X. We're, we're not Generation X. Gen. X. Yeah. I guess you could say but no, X-Gen. You know, you know the, 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 the comment you made about me with the Queen Street and everyone everyone I talked to, like, oh, you're too young to know this or would you know this? And, and you know, I, I, I get it all the time as being a millennial. Or I say, you know, people say, don't think like a millennial, you know, you gotta... Yeah, but it's, it's, it's funny, like, with Toronto's got such a history. Like, there's so much history and what I've hated about Toronto is that they'll destroy the history and just build something new that looks yeah. like crap. And that's why we have all those structures downtown. That with yeah. a lot of, you know, grease and palms and kickbacks and crap mm-hmm. like that. But I mean, Carlito and I are old enough to remember the Uptown, York, Eglinton. Mm-hmm. These are theaters that I'm talking about, right? Which were like one cinema theater locations. So that that fence and everything, that's that's when they revitalized Queen West. And then they did, they're doing the same thing right now with Leslieville, which is the East End version of Queen Street. Yeah. So there's all different junction. There's all these different parts of the city where... I mean, you probably do yourself a service, even in this industry, being a sales rep and you're talking to people because these people are now spending a lot of money in these areas of the city and they're looking for products like this for their renovations, interior, exterior. So if you had a little bit of history, because a lot of people that buy these homes, especially in Toronto, they're diehard Toronto nuts, sometimes to the point where you're fucking annoying. Like, Mm -hmm. I mean, I don't need to know the whole history of everything, but I mean, like, if you can kind of spark the conversation and then go to them, yeah, I remember the wall here. I remember the theater here. Yeah. I remember this here. Then they, they might have a little bit more of a connection with you at that point. Be also surprised because you're not of that generation. You shouldn't technically know this stuff, yeah. but it's as easy enough to just Google it and find out and you can look at it, right? I'm fascinated. There's there's shops on Queen Street that you can walk in and you'll see certain photographs that people have taken over the years, mm-hmm. photographers that have shot sections of the city that are no longer exist anymore now. And it's fascinating to see those images, right? Yeah. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, I hear you. <laughs> I know because the headphones are connected to you right now, man. <laughs> we got to finally, let's get into the decking now. So you've got traditional decking. Is that the yeah, idea? Yeah, we have the deck boards to replace your regular pressure treated decking. or Clip your, your system as well. And it gives you the groove or it gives you the system. spacing yeah, yeah. automatically. And then we have our quick deck, like a D- DIY type project. Which is like a one by two foot board. We have a one by one, one by two and one by three foot. And it's got four pieces in each one. And then you can actually lay those down like a, a staggered herringbone kind of thing. Yeah. And then these boards come in what, 16 foot line? 12 and 16. 12 and 16. That's good to see, 16. How come they don't make them in 20? Um, just curious because sometimes I make a landing transport and I I yeah. have to do a transport. double I have transport. to do a double border sometimes Tran- or a triple border transport yeah it's, just, <laughs> it's really annoying to carry so w- when we did deliveries it was all hand bombing can you um, get custom yeah I, I actually have some I actually have some few uh, eBay colored 20 foot deck boards if anyone wants them how many square uh, feet 
I have like 10, 15 boards sitting, sitting in there in my uh, warehouse. Okay. So we, if we did some custom job and there was just a few deck boards uh, laying around. Okay. So uh, just, just enter the, the code, wake up at six 30 in the morning before the garbage <laughs> truck and you'll get that board for a discount. Right. <laughs> <laughs> what are you selling those for? How much? If they're curious. The decks? Yeah. No, um, that's the EP stuff that you got going hanging around. The EP? Yeah. You're going to get rid of it for a little bit less than yeah, what? Yeah, I it? can give it a little, little bit for a little so less. So just reach out to you and then yeah. you, if anybody's interested. Yeah, yeah my. I love that you can get 20s. Like that, like if I order custom order, how much more do you think that would cost me? Because this is really interesting me now. What do you mean Look, a custom order? Like a custom order color? Yeah, like if I need, if I got a it's deck. Got 24 colors. I know, but I'm just saying if I need 20 footers. Yeah. This this draws me to you more. Just having that option of getting twenties, it's so much less work and so much more beautiful to have yeah, that finish. Like, you know, because people always ask me, "Oh, is the price increases?" You know, and I say, "Look, if like if, if it's a different size, like we sell it the full bundle." So you you know, because I, I don't want someone to come to me and be like, "Oh, I want I want five boards and I got to manufacture seventy, yeah, and then I'm left with like sixty five, right? Because I I won't do it, right?" So I tell people, you know, you gotta take a full lift of uh, material. We could do it. We could do it, especially and at that point, if you're taking full lifts, it could be any color, like the, the blue or the green, which we've never sold any of those. No, really? I think no. they're sexy. You like the green color? Yeah, I no, love the, it. The blue color, I think, would actually look really the good. The green's for pretty cool. I have too. a blue quick deck, but that's that's it. Quick decks are easier for me to move. Uh, siding wise, I I've had one inquiry about the green color. I think people I've are too safe. That's green. the problem. The spring green, yeah. I I don't know. I I'm I'm kind of. I even like the white it. dew, which is kind of like a. The white a, dew is nice. A whitewash. We have it for some decking. Yeah. Your rim plates, your ledger plates on the outside, your rim plate that goes on the outside Fashion to cover boards. this. Yes. Fashion boards, yeah. Three eighths. Like thickness. Yeah, and the width. The width comes in seven and eleven inch. Okay. And we're just coming out with a five and a half inch. Nothing bigger. Nothing bigger. Okay. So the size is length. actually, I forgot there. Sorry to interrupt it because uh, actually I'm not sorry. It was 12 inch by 12 inch, 12 inch by tw 24, 24 inch, inch, and then 12 inch by 30. 36. So technically it's 11.8 by 11.8, and then 23 by uh, 0.6 by 11.8, and then a 35.4 by 11.8. I actually like that. You can do uh, the three different sizes. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah. Uh, I love the stagger. I know that. That's our quick deck. That's our quick yeah. deck. It, it's yeah. like a quarter song. It's like, yeah. it's not like it's just stepped nicely. Yeah. Now, I mean, quick deck is amazing. Like, again, I'm a science person and I can install it. I did a job downstairs in our showroom. Anyone could install this. Uh, you know, they, they just put it right onto your concrete balcony or your veranda and uh, <laughs> they snap right into place. Was that for me? Of course it was. <laughs> It does it unsnap easily or is it does it, it, it does, does still right so actually you know if, if let's say that your middle piece was the one that was damaged it'd be a bit more challenging because it's the middle piece but you could remove that middle that's, piece that's what so i want to hear all that's, those yeah. boards are snapped into the grid system yes yes oh wow so, and so then the grid system is snapped to the next piece yeah and that's how you create pattern. Yeah. So even if you damage one you could take that one out and yeah. put a new one in there right so during covid when covid started the quick decks we sold out of like instantaneously because who wanted to go walk on your uh, you know concrete balcony and when you were in uh, quarantine right it started getting boring so people started you know hey I want this decking I want it and like there were so many shortages at the time and we had a lot of stock uh, we had for the time we had a lot of stock and then we went like cold dry 
everything got sold. The demand was still there and it took us like three to four months to get more material. But everyone loves the quick decks. I noticed in the picture, you can't do a picture frame. What do you mean with the quick decks? Yeah. No, you can't do it because it's not designed for that. It's designed for a tiling application. Yeah. I wonder if you a cut pattern. one in half and then did a No, the only thing I would suggest, and, and, and I'm a in. fan, is if, if they somehow created a spine or a herringbone. You would snap them into place to create the herringbone pattern. Really? Yeah, you could totally do that. Yeah, yeah. You could totally yeah. do it that. You can't do the spine one, though. No. The spine won't have to get cut this way. No, and the, and the issue is when you cut them, it has to be like wherever you make that cut, it has to butt up to whatever that yep. edge is because yeah. then you lose the uh, clips. Those quick decks come in all 24 colors or no? Yeah, I mean, I, I can manufacture in all the 24 colors. Each skid is 480 square feet. But I mean, if you tell me if you want that green color, which I, I don't like the green color. I'm going to take the full uh, lift. Now, I mean, I've sold the blue color. The blue color looks good. It's usually mainly for unique. It's just it's just those colors, they don't move as much, so we don't stock them, right? No, people people are more interested in the traditional colors, yeah, right? right? The brown, the charcoal. We also have a grass tile, too, which is pretty popular for anyone that has a dog, you know, for the dog to go. What do you mean so you, have a, you have a grass tile? We have a grass tile. Like a, like a tile, a grass a quick, tile, a quick deck grass tile. Yes. But that's green. It is green, but it's grass green. It looks like grass. It's just for the synthetic. Dog. On the no, same grid system? On the same grid system. Wow. Yeah. Not, not for the dog. I mean, I mean, if you just want like a more I wish you had a piece feel, of it. I'd like to see that. I do have a piece of it. I could run and grab it. I'm, I'm a big fan of watching the Westminster uh, dog show. And the only reason I bring this up is because you brought the dog up in the grass thing. And I was watching one show and the dog was just doing so well, like going through the whole course and everything like that. He was just getting close to the end there. <laughs> and then all of a sudden the dog just stops and takes a dump. <laughs> <laughs> right on TV. And everyone says, oh, that's just unfortunate. That's just unfortunate. Yeah. But is it easy to clean? It is. It is. Because if the dogs, I'm assuming. Low, low power wash. Okay, that's is. what I'm saying is I'm assuming that the dogs might do their yeah. business on it. Yeah. So it'd be easy. So you're treating is What's it feel like? Like it, it feels like that. Yeah. Feels like real wood. Yeah. But the grass green one is. Oh, oh, no, no, that's oh, what I meant. Oh, the grass, the grass. Yeah, so the grass uh, one. You know, have you ever been on turf? So it's like yeah. that. Yeah. Like turf. And you guys specifically designed that also for the, the balconies and the verandas that if people wanted to get some sort of green color and feel? Or what was the purpose behind that? Just just to have a grass tile, right? Like, you know, to, to have your. Like, look, when you're on a balcony, there's no green. There's no. You can't. You can't. No really put down grass right so if you want to have your deck and then the grass like you know to the side of it you know it, it's it's uh it's what people want right so they, like they feel more I totally down like to the, the cores on the normal decking yeah was that put there for, to run power through for lighting this yeah no no it's mainly to uh lower costs there's no reason for the whole board to be composite. solid and also, it also helps with the expansion contraction. So I think you could run a wire through there. And you can. You can. I've, I've seen. I've seen people do it, and absolutely, you could do it for lights. Yeah, that's pretty cool, right? So every board's like that. It's through and through like that. For the most part, our bullnose uh, board, like the your starter or end board, it isn't like that. It's a solid piece, uh, just because how the clips work with it. The bottom part uh, is is uh, where the clips will go through for the bullnose. But for our regular deck board, it's hollow, so you could put wires through it. And it's also interchangeable, right? We have a wood finish and a smooth finish. Wow. Yeah, so you got a choice. Yeah. yeah. That's actually right. pretty cool. So two in one two in one product right there. Yes. 
And I like the smooth finish because it has a more modern look. But obviously, everyone with their cottages love the wood finish. On your outside miters on the top of this, yeah. do you guys screw and cap? We don't have caps. I've seen people create their own caps. I've seen people nail gun it. I've seen people when they're putting the glass railings, they'll they'll definitely nail gun it. And then the glass railings where the, the stand is, it'll cover those uh, face screws or the face nails. So So nothing yet for the, for the miters? No. Okay. We do for have colored miters. screws if you want to go with a colored screw, which would be required for the fascia boards. Okay. But I've seen most people, most people just nail gun the fascia boards. And there's no mushrooming going on or anything like that? Sometimes, you know, I always, I always per se pre-drill everything and then use a colored screw, but some people just don't want to see screwing and, and they'll, they're fine with the, like the slightest mushroom for a nail gun. Why wouldn't you want a screw? I'd rather do a screw, but you guys are giving them the option to You mean a, nail? No, a screw. No, we don't, we don't, we don't sell the nails, but just people. Oh, but do you have the color match? We do have the color the caps. match screws. Yeah, that's what I mean is yeah. that I would just use a stainless steel screw. Yeah. Because it's pretty normal nowadays when you're doing decking is that yeah. always go the stainless steel route, but then countersink it, put a plug on it, mm -hmm. and then you can almost make it disappear at that point. Yeah. But I guess people, that's just a lot more work than just shooting a brad. Mm -hmm. well, I'd be leaning towards the screw instead of the brad. That's I just me. I never use a brad. I, I don't know. I wouldn't use it. Not in this application. Any other questions there, Carlito? It's always about hiding stuff for me. Yeah. Um, things happen along the way and um, the flexing and contraction those miters are always a problem yeah i mean in this case i think i'd butt the board up against it in a different direction mm -hmm. instead of doing a miter that's obvious for me right now Yeah, with the fascia boards are yeah, you thinking about people. getting caps for the long run for people like myself that would want to put a couple yeah we're, we're, we're looking into that um uh right now most people have been fine with with the colored screws i mean they've asked me about the caps and say look we have colored screws and most people are fine with it some people who are really on with like detail and, and like that look that they're going for they'll make their own caps so whatever they they're off cuts with the the boards they'll, they'll just make their own caps to, yeah. to to use there everybody's different yeah. i mean you get clients who want to see all the screws you get clients who don't want to see any fasteners mm -hmm. whatsoever they just want to see complete boards so everybody's if you give them options give them the options yeah, yeah. no i'm just asking because i'm picking it your brain now yeah it's something that we're looking into i now. do want to go backwards one step right mm -hmm. now I want to go back to the siding. Yeah. I noticed your garage doors. Yes. That is really cool. Yeah. So how do I take my siding and put it on the garage doors? Do you have a special Clips. panel? Uh, no. So so with that, it, it the installer, um, they got to get a little fancy. They got to do a little research on what garage doors um, they want. I always say to find a garage door that, that comes up fully, that, that doesn't try to break up. That's the easiest, right? Because you can just clad that and you won't have any issues. When you come to that, you have to get a bit fancy with, with making those cuts. So then- uh, You got a miter garage, back or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. right where the garage doors where like it, it, it breaks up in panels, it comes a bit more challenging, but still doable. Yeah, it looks really cool. Yeah. I love that. Solid. It's totally I, hidden. I've seen yeah. that in wood. It's challenging. Yeah. You gotta be bang on with it. Um, I actually like the lines in between. Yeah, no, no, it, it makes sense. But you're basically just, you're, you're taking the screws and you're just screwing right into the garage face on each board no i mean we, we have the so we have the clips so that you'll use the clips for the most part yeah and then you, you might face screw the bottom part of the board and the top part of the board yeah just to secure it your deck board is that also a soffit board too no no so that's a good question so i get that i get uh, asked that a lot because trex and other deck companies 
because now that we're making a bit of noise in Canada, they're, uh, they're they don't trying, like it. They don't like it, and they're trying to come up with their siding solution, which is just a deck board slapped onto a wall. We have a profile that looks exactly like the top of this, yeah. right? But it's it's a lot thinner, and and it uses the same clips. So all of our wall cladding uses the same clips. And we have like that that profile, this five and a half inch wide profile. You know, people ask me, "Oh, is that your deck board?" It looks the same, but it's it's an actual profile, which which is that what you're looking at. And the same thing with the soffit boards; they're coming in all the colors, or yeah. So the soffit the soffit boards was the, the ones I'm talking about, the five and a half inch wide board. Yeah. Again, it's popular for soffit. You can also use it for wall siding. I've seen this people use the uh, European for wall for soffit as well too. Yeah, the yeah, Norwegian yeah, oh, yeah. one, yeah, yeah, really? Yeah, for people use I could see soffit. that. Right. I could, for some weird reason, I could still see that for deck boards too, man. But the ladies won't like it with the heels. <laughs> no. Yeah, and it, 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 it'll break. So. Yeah. But it, it'd be, it'd kind of be a nice look. I, I really like your weather trim kit. Yeah. Yeah, that's, it's really cool because those are where all my problems are. Yeah. Uh, you know, people come around, around the corner and that's the first thing they see is that outside corner. Mm-hmm. It's nice to be able to cut that and, uh, and go even in the inside corner. It's really nice. I haven't mm-hmm. seen that. So it's pretty cool. So what else, Costa? We gotta we what do we don't know? What else do we don't know about the product? I mean, other than it being really, really uh, unique in the market right now, and it being really green, it's uh, we have partition beams, fencing, wall cladding, decking. We also do birdhouses, which we don't sell. What? It's just something that we could do. What do you mean you do birdhouses? I, I I could request if I if I wanted to sell birdhouses or uh, benches, the factory could. That's produce wicked, it to man. Us. So yeah. what's a birdhouse cost that's made out of this product? I have no idea. It's it's I haven't even touched upon it. All I know is that it's I would something totally that I could buy a birdhouse. <laughs> that's wicked. I could order. And, and a bench. benches, benches and, and too. Benches, chairs, like like lawn so you're, chairs. You're talking like about furniture now. Chairs. Yeah, that yeah, matches. New Techwood also does that. I, I didn't know about that until a, f- That's a few weeks ago. That's brilliant, man. Right? You know, my mom was asking me, "Oh, get get a sample and, and get some chairs." And I'm like, "Mom, we're not it, for me to ship it from China. It's, <laughs> it's a lot. It's a lot." <laughs> I need I to put an order in for a thousand birdhouses. Is what I need. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> container of birdhouses on its way. Yeah. Okay, I, I gotta ask you some questions that might disturb you. Okay. I drop a cigarette or a cigar on that. Okay. What's the damage going to be? Okay, like you drop it or you take it and you Is it is it pretty durable? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, it's it's uh you won't have you shouldn't have an issue with it. It's not like you're taking a blowtorch to it and and heating it up. You know, you got to be careful around fireplaces and and uh barbecues. So fire pits and things like that. Yeah, as long as long as there's air that's breathing in and there's no heat traps uh, in the area, then you'll be fine, right? Like you're saying more like a soffit or something, right? Like right, right behind the barbecue, if there's siding and, and there's no proper ventilation or like any cool air coming in and there's like a heat heat area. Is where there a minimum requirement for that? Do you have that yet? Like spacing wise? Yeah. Yes, but it all depends on how, how your setup is, right? Like if you have the top is open or like if you use our partition beams to clad around like i showed you that photo with the gazebo yeah. then you're fine right because there's air coming in to, to cool it down right and, and the heat's just escaping so you just got to be conscious of like yeah. extreme heat close yeah. to it yeah and then i guess the other thing is how durable is it for pets and their claws like it won't leave any impressions or will it it's fine i mean like if you take a key to it and you scratch it then yeah like you'll you'll have a you'll have a scratch right but uh other than that like i i've I've seen decks two years after they were installed and uh 
nothing major, right? If you're dropping barbecue utensils, you're dropping any kind of things, is, it, is there a risk of it damage? No, it's pretty durable. No, it should, you should be no. fine with that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's going to be the same as wood, really, I guess. Yeah. No, better, wood, no, better, no that's going to be better than wood yeah. because wood, it, don't, don't be a damage, yeah. but that I mean, wood, wood's just going to get damaged. I mean, regardless. it's like your car, right? If you take something and, and you drop something on your car and if there's enough force, you get a scratch. I, lo- I love the uh, corrugation in there. Yeah. The, the, the coring. I, that's actually pretty exciting. <laughs> the, I want to do a light. The, the corrugation? Like the core. Yeah. The, the core. Like the cores. The corrugation. <laughs> Okay, yeah, the core the holes. Finish? So there's like six core holes inside I like it, the board. I like it rough myself. Yeah. Um, for of course you do. <laughs> <laughs> and the reason why is that the smooth, yeah. it's it's so fragile and so like it's more natural and yeah. you can get away with more with the more aggressive yeah. side yeah. and more non-slip, obviously, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I do like the fine look. That's mm-hmm. it's gorgeous, but it always worries me, right? Yeah, no. I'm I, the guy that has to repair it, so I always freak out when I see something so smooth, right? Yeah, but these are repairable because you've got screws that are still vis- you can yeah. get to them. Yes, you can. Right you to can. remove it, so you can take you it can. out. The decking is. Yeah. Oh, okay. So yeah. it doesn't get locked. You can no, take that clip right out. So, yeah. yeah. And then replace it. Yeah, that's what I like hearing. Yeah. Definitely. Right, so no, I I again, like I said, I like the the smooth because it's just a modern look, yeah. and we've been going for modern looks, especially with the European cladding. What are the colors that are the go-to colors that everyone's choosing these days? My favorite is the Ipe color. Okay. In the uh, in the uh, Norwegian, the teak color is just a lighter brown, which a lot of people like. Um, that's the teak. That's the teak. Okay, yeah. and then that's the Ipe. Ipe, which so is the, Ipe's the got biggest l- seller, and it's my favorite. Yeah, it's got a little bit more of a brown you know or darker what? tone. I'm, this is really grown on. On black, sir. The charcoal, yeah. And then we have an ebony where, where the white lines aren't visible. <laughs> I like my setting and my decking like I like my coffee, all right? Black. All right? That's just how it is. Anybody who's watched the movie Airplane, that's all it is, man. Uh, and then we have an ebony color where those white lines aren't uh, present. Yeah, it's darker, really it's black, which yeah. is really nice. Yeah. But I, how hot would that get in the summertime? We don't have it for decking. Oh, you don't just, have it for yeah, decking? Yeah, and I don't know anyone that stands on siding, so we should be No, fine. no, no. No, Spider-Man. When you're drunk, you do. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes your face gets stuck to it. <laughs> All right, Costa, we got one last segment. Wait, 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 what, wait, what, wait, what, wait, what, what? I want to know, where else can I buy it not just coming to you? Oh, so I would push you to one of our retailers. And who would that be? Uh, there's because I'm gonna go there. Yeah, Broman Lumber in uh, Woodbridge. Okay. There is uh, New Wall in uh, North York Scarborough area, and then we have a dealer up in Collingwood, Reliabuild. They sell our product and uh, in the West or anything. Anything in Burlington, Oakville, Hamilton? No, we're setting up dealers still. If you go on our website and you put in your address, it'll, it'll link you to the closest, to the closest dealer. one. What's yeah. it, and how has it uh, been with the, um, I guess the, the pandemic here that uh, delays or what's going on? Is yes, it many delays. Many eh? Yeah, and especially with the convoy, I got stuff sitting in Vancouver that uh, it was cheaper for us to unload it in Vancouver and to bring it over. To unload the, to pay for the shipping container just to stay in Vancouver, and wow. we unloaded it in Vancouver, and then we paid for a flatbed to come from Vancouver to here, and then we had the issues with the flooding where Vancouver was just basically cut off from the rest of Canada for like a month. And then now with the convoy, which I don't want my bank account frozen, so no opinion on that. Oh, I have an opinion. <laughs> I have an opinion. Um, and uh, with that, the, the, the truckers that were still working, 
they were getting harassed for making that trip from out west. It was it was just mainly dangerous from the out west, like from Bank, from from Quebec to here. It was to Ontario was fine, but out west it was dangerous because they were getting harassed. So by I was the police. Waiting. No, by other truckers that were saying, "Hey, like you know, you should be protesting. Don't work." So then it delayed me even more. And then, when, I mean, shipping container shortages cost from yeah. $3,000 a shipping container to $22,000. nobody's complaining about that on, on the government level, none whatsoever. Shipping containers went from $3,000 to $25,000. Yeah. But no, let's not complain about that. Wait, are you telling me that's how much it's gone up? We've had yeah. guests. We've had we've spoken to guests where they've told us we all deal with guests that have businesses and they operate. That's a and, huge markup. Yeah, like it's massive. It's almost like not mafioso. It's just ridiculous. Yeah. So you've got product that's inside a container, yeah. and then you're buying that container for three grand before the pandemic, and all <laughs> of a sudden now you're paying twenty five grand. Yeah. During this pandemic, there's some right? companies that, regardless of how much they stuffed in the container, they just wouldn't make that money back. No, it's, right? uh, that where's the profit at that point? Yeah. So China was like controlling that, yeah. and that's wrong. But they're getting robbed. But since the government is in bed with China, you know what can you say? Yeah. <laughs> she made it sound like Gina, <laughs> <laughs> Virginia. It's like Virginia. <laughs> yeah, Virginia was your first one when you were a virgin. <laughs> All right, uh, we got one last segment. Wait a second. Hmm. One last question. <laughs> okay. I want to ask you, I got a customer. They want to use this right now. Yeah. Just say it's summer. They want to use this right yeah. now. How long will it take me to get, get a 16 by 12 deck with stairs? I have it in stock. So we, we wow. took an aggressive stance and we, we bought a lot of stuff throughout the year and we're stockpiling it. So we have, we have a healthy amount of stock. Yes, that's that's something that we differentiating ourselves from the other companies because I know Trex, TimberTech, Asdec, they have I think so a huge lead time, man. Yeah. I, I had to wait months for yeah. stuff, man. Yeah, that's no, great to hear. Yeah. Am I am I last because it was a kind of a two part question? <laughs> uh, what's the temperatures that I can install in? Because it's I know great. once it gets into the the minuses or zero, you can't yeah, do would, anything because no. it's so it's so contracted yeah. that. Anything above six. I usually say eight. Yeah. Is that that's, that's a, a magic fair. number? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. it's the same as most systems yeah. anyways, right? Okay. Yeah. Good to know. Thanks. Yeah. But yeah, no, if anyone wants to purchase, they could definitely email me and uh, I could I could send them to the proper person. And uh, well, they- we're going to get to that. But first, we're going to do OBC with... Manny. Yeah, so I just actually wanted to say New Tech Ontario. We're talking to Costa here at www.newtech.ca. The email is costa at ntwcanada.ca. And on Instagram, New Tech Wood Canada. You're starting to remind me of the UFC guys. Who's that? On the mic there. You're getting pretty good. <laughs> Who? Why? We're going to get canceled? What's going on no, here? No, no, no. Not what? at all. Are you going to say the N-word? No. <laughs> Never. Come on, it's never, a, never. It's the construction life. Let's I say told the end word. Never. Uh, OBC talk, gentlemen. This is a good section for you here, Costa. All right, this is stuff that you should know. Uh, I want to, and this has been brought up before on other shows, but I like bringing this up because I want to try to refresh everybody's memory. What are the twelve parts of the Ontario Building Code? Okay, just follow I, along I as I just follow that. along. I can't. No, I can't. can't I, I'll, I'll be honest with you. You don't, I know, even you know, don't know one part? I didn't even know what a two by four was until uh, a year ago. That's okay. 
A two by four <laughs> is what you use to clean your space between your teeth. Wow, you got some spaces, bro. <laughs> so the one that you should know and just be aware of it and just Google is part nine. Because okay. the part nine is the one that's always referred to for house and building structures. But let's go through the parts here. Part one is what, Carlito? Come on, you learn all this shit on the show. Sorry, say that Didn't again. Didn't you? <laughs> part one, scope and definitions. That's part one. Part two, general requirements. Part three, use and occupancy. Part four, structural design. Part five, wind, water, and vapor protection. Part six, heating, ventilation, and AC, also known as HVAC. That's your favorite. Part seven is plumbing. Part eight is sewage systems. Part nine is housing and small buildings. Part 10, change of use. Part 11, renovation. Part 12, transition, My revocation, and commencement. Commencement. Yeah, commencement. <laughs> <laughs> Those are the 12 parts of the Ontario Building Code. Gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, there. That's about it. I just like, it's a refresher course. That's all it is, bro. You can say that a thousand times. You'll never remember. I still don't remember any of that. <laughs> <laughs> for anybody who remembers that, hey, you guys well, are great. But, but they'll, Start your there own will be a test for some of our listeners at some point. And if they remember these things, they might get something. Not a test. It's not a test. It's um, a requirement. <laughs> yeah, requirement. Carlito and I are always mixing, stirring stuff up and whatever. We got to wrap up the show here. So, what are we getting to get at? Like, what yeah. else you got to ask? What do you got to figure out? I'm uh, very interested because yeah. I do decks during the summer. Uh, how do I become. Oh, I thought you said something else. A contractor. <laughs> <laughs> we, could, we could talk about that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, for listeners that are looking for work or contractors looking to become preferred contractors, what are your expectations and what are you looking for? If you face screw everything, you'll never be installing one of these. You know, we have a hidden clip system. But in today's day and age, man, with any of these new products, you should be aware of hidden clip systems. Yes. yes. Or at least learn how to use right? them. Uh, and the right ones. There's, there's, there's systems that you clip in and you yeah. can never go back. And it's awful, right? Yeah. My biggest fear is, is someone's going to face screw everything. And then they're going to look at that and be like, Mm, that's new tech wood. It's shit, right? Right? You know, have you have you ever been to a job that just butchered and, and you don't you don't blame the contractor? You say, oh, this is the material. It looks like shit, right? Yeah, pretty much every job on a TV yeah. show, right? So I don't know what his problem is today, right? <laughs> he, wa- he watched me for fifteen years on TV, yeah. and now he's complaining. I watched the show. No, I didn't watch you for fifteen years. I watched you for like two years. All right, for the first two years. Let's get this straight. <laughs> And you were the only one that was doing work. But um, I knew what was going on. Look, we've engineered this product to uh, be very easy to install. Um, I've seen guys a year into install, like installing in construction that uh, I was a bit nervous on giving it to them because they said, oh, I'm doing a restaurant. And the guy, the guy was just, there's something off about him. He ended up being an amazing installer. And, and he, I show off his work. I have photos of his work. And uh, the guy, uh, he, he told me, he's like, yeah, it's a year into this. He's asking me all the technical stuff. And I was telling him, and I was like, just don't face screw. You need to use the clips to allow for the expansion contraction. And uh, he, his job was uh, um, a testimony of how easy this is to install, right? As long as you, you know, read through the literature and, uh, you know, 
use Eclipse systems and everything that we provide you with, it, it, there shouldn't be any challenges. Are there any YouTube videos? Because, you know, contractors don't know how to read. The, for the decking, and we're going to be creating one for the, for the wall cladding. Do you have an option on spaces or is it one set space? For in between the boards, is it oh like one eight three sixteen? It's one set space. It's right? one set space. Yeah. yeah. Okay. With yeah. the clip system and everything, it's yeah. already dictated. That's yeah. why, I like a monkey. No, I, I've used other systems where I had forgiveness to okay. to move things a little bit yeah. here and there. So I'm just asking. Yeah. No, it's 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 one set space. I mean, with the wall cladding, everything is it, it creates like a seamless finish. So you won't even be able to tell where one board starts and one board ends. No caulking needed at every kind. Yeah. No. no. Yeah. No, I'm just asking. Yeah. This is my chance to ask you all of the questions I want to ask you. Yeah. That way I could just make an order and come in. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, what can't you put your boards up on? Like, is there something you like say there's no strapping? Could I put it on concrete? Is there something I can? Mm. It has to always be on strapping. Um, I've seen someone screw it, like use screws into the, to brick when they did our wall cladding. I mean, they still you have to use our clips. So you don't use the clips, you void the warranty, and we will not cover it because the stuff expands and contracts, and the clips allow for that. But I've seen people screw into brick. As long as like, as long as you, as long as you could get a flat surface, that's all that really matters. So I could save a little bit of money here yeah. and there, not. No, but you want that breathing behind it. You want that space behind it. Otherwise, it's going to compromise. Mm -hmm. Like you're not going to let. When it gets wet, it still gets surface wet, but you, it's going to get wet, and then you don't want it to improperly dry. I guess because then if you fix it to a, a flat surface, that wetness yeah, I guess stay I don't want behind mold on the outside either. Yeah, too, so, right. Yeah. So you you can pool some water, some moisture is going to be pooled. If it's on strapping, it's going to air dry really well. Are you guys thinking about making your own strapping? Because no. uh, I hate wood strapping. I usually go for the corrugated. Well, they've got now PVC strips. Yeah, now, right? those yeah. are my favorite. Yeah. It's our. It, it breathes. It allows water to go through. Yeah. Is that something you you think you might be selling with these systems? No, because again, like you know, every job is unique. You know, we're not. We sell to the retailers. The contractors are. The contractors usually already have the strapping and everything. They're just looking for the boards to put up. So it just doesn't. Wouldn't make sense for us to sell that strapping. Any uh, anything coming in in the new year? Anything new that um, our fencing was the newest uh, pr product line that we brought out. Um, I like the fencing. Yeah, we have more siding profiles than so we carry four siding profiles: the two European ones and the two flat ones. We are looking at bringing in another profile instead of it being square, has a bit of a round look. That would be in a year or two. You know where I would use this. This is just me and my opinion because it's our show. <laughs> <laughs> I wish you could see his face when he did that. <laughs> you guys should really do a huge push. And this is just a golden yeah. gem for you guys, right? Just because we're older and we've got some experience. And, whatever. Millennial. and we get up at four o'clock in the morning and <laughs> before the garbage trucks. Um, <laughs> you should focus on sheds and the bunkies and, and pergolas. Pergolas. No, like focus on those yeah. units because. Uh, the go-to right now like is pre-made is uh, ACM. Yeah. Right. The problem is that yeah, sure, ACM works, and then you could also use uh, aluminum. You can you mold it, and you can run all other stuff. But me personally, this is a far more attractive product to have yeah. those lines on a, a shed or an outdoor small Some columns. Space. Yeah, stuff like that. Yeah. I don't know if you guys are focusing on that or if you guys. Um, like I've seen many sheds like uh, like around the pool in the back cladded. 
sheds and change rooms cladded with our stuff. Yeah. Again, we, we don't we don't sell the everything pre-made, right? It's it's no 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 to to actually use it because I mean once you build those structures, you tie back it, you blue skin it, you do whatever you want. Mm-hmm. Now it's time to the problem is that in this industry, I think for the last ten years, everybody's go to has been going to ACM mm-hmm. automatically. Just choose it. But I, I just think that not every structure yeah. should have that ACM. I think here's another product that you can oh, use absolutely. it. Oh, absolutely. Right? Absolutely, yeah. And I don't, like, to go to your testament, I don't think a lot of clients know about this. So they don't know it's an option on the market right now. They know about ACM. They know mm-hmm. about rolled aluminum. They know about siding. They know about those kinds of things, but they don't know about this. And I think if they knew about this, they would be choosing this. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. No, we, we are growing, and in, in, in the interest is, is really growing with... Uh, using this for, you know, replacing longboard, hardy board, and ACM. I've never been a fan of hardy. I'm sorry, man. You know what? We did some hardy board. It was pretty cool. Man. On the TV show? Yes. Yes, Manny, on the TV show. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Costa, we got we to gotta wrap it up. We got to wrap it up. We got one last segment to do. But before we do that, hang on a sec. New Tech Wood, Ontario. Uh, www.newtechwood.ca and it's costa at ntwcanada.ca and on Instagram is newtechwoodcanada. My name also is K-O-S-T-A because just putting that out there. I know. I said it once, but why? Because people, people spell C, C, right? They would. But I would have spelled it that though, way. Right? But you've explained to me that you're yeah, Greek. Yeah. So, so the Greeks K. love K. Yeah, because my well, there's no C in, in the Greek alphabet. That's why they love K. And then my name's Kostandinos. And that's spelled with a K. Constantine. So, Con- Const- no. Constantine is... Your full name. Yeah. But it's funny that your full name is with a C. Yeah, it's because... Your, so, your Greek parents are going to be upset. No, when my, when my grand... <laughs> <laughs> Did you change your Greek name? No, What's going I, on? I, I was named after... So it's usually you, you get named after your, uh, your father's father, right? So my dad's father was named Constantine. Mm-hmm. And I guess when he came to Canada... It's Constantine. It was just the English, right? So, um, but Kostandinos is, is the Greek version of Constantine. It. And it's spelled with a K. So yeah. that's where Costa. K-O-S-T-A at ntwcanada.ca. Yeah. Well, what's interesting is most of my Greek friends are all George. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Their fathers were George. I have, I, have, I have two cousins named George. Yeah. Like all my yeah. best friends are George, 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 and George. Yeah. And you say, <laughs> when you say George, I think of George's chicken on uh, Dundas there. Uh, they're Macedonian. Oh. It's, it's, good chick- it's good chicken, man. No, we have Big George, Little George, George A, George K. All right. Costa, we got the last segment here the 12 questions of construction. Are you ready for this? Sure. What is your favorite construction word in your 10 years of experience here? Um, I guess siding. <laughs> yeah, you're good, man. What is your you're least be favorite? Awesome this. What is your least favorite construction word? Uh, 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 my least favorite construction work. Word. Word. Oh, word. Oh, word. Screws um, on the surface. Two by four. <laughs> two by two by four. <laughs> what turns you on in construction? That's a great question. Um, what turns me on construction? Is, uh, I guess I guess my truck, because everyone everyone oh, in construction cool. has a truck, right? What, but not, like, no, I don't have a truck. Oh, you don't have a truck? He doesn't have a truck. Oh. Yeah, we all have good trucks. Yeah, no, yeah, no. We have vans. I have a truck. Oh, okay. A van. Oh yeah, I have you two get a trucks. Truck. Yeah, never yeah, mind. Whatever. What truck are you driving? A GMC Sierra. 
Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so that's what turns you that's on. That's a nice truck, truck, by the yeah. way. It is. It is. What I saw. Actually, I saw a really nice Raptor today, man. The first, I like Raptor. First gen Raptor. I don't like second I, gen. I love those. I always wanted to jump off a bridge with one of them. <laughs> <laughs> what turns you off in construction? That's a great question. With my 10 years experience, there's so much to choose from. Well, you got more experience than that. You're, you're just putting one year or 10 years on your uh, title, but you've been part of construction your whole life. Yeah. Uh, something that turns me off, um, I guess people who, um, well, actually, because we have a wood, our products have like a bit of grain in it. And people, I've had someone try to return their boards and saying that this isn't to their standard because they could pull off a bit of the wood grain from the composite and it's like okay this is the product like people try and get like refunds for stuff that's just absurd and you got to deal with that yeah I, I deal i do everything i would just smack them that's just me but well they should be shown that at the beginning anyway yeah. it should be part of like yeah. the yeah i mean if there's a showroom and someone's yeah, no, explaining they see it, it they see it they just you know sometimes i think they're just trying to return stuff and not get like a of course they are stocking fee or something but yeah What's your favorite curse word? My favorite curse word? I mean... It's got to be in Greek. Oh. <laughs> it doesn't Malaka. have to be in Greek. What is it? Malaka. Malaka. <laughs> I love it. What One is of my your favorite Greek swear words. <laughs> what is your favorite vehicle? Could be anything in the world. It does not have to be construction related. My favorite vehicle? Yeah. Keep in mind, Carlitos was the shuttle. shuttle. Space, space shuttle. shuttle. The space shuttle. It's gone now. Which, which space shuttle? Which one? Oh, I, I don't care. Any Challenger, space shuttle. Challenger, what? Or like Columbia or... Uh, well, I mean, uh, I don't even know what the first one was that went up. The Voy no. Explorer, no. Not Voyager. No, I wasn't Voyager. That would be my favorite because that's like, yeah, you know, time-changing. Yeah. Okay, but this my show's favorite, not about uh, you. This no, 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 but you you made it about me. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean, Ernie, Ernie let me drive his Tesla one time, and it was a pretty cool drive, so I think Tesla. Wow. I just yeah. got such a hatred for Tesla. I'm sorry, man, but... That's just me. I'm sorry. So you like the Tesla? Yeah. Nice What's time. your least favorite vehicle in the world? My least favorite vehicle, um, I think, I think the Nissan Juke. <laughs> what? What is that? <laughs> it's yeah. like an element. It's like a square box kind of. I don't of. know what you're talking it's, about. It's exactly. like it's like if if a car had like oh, an no, extra no, sorry, chromosome. Yeah, yeah. What am I talking that? about, man? The Juke. I call it the Vajuke. Yeah. Have the Greeks ever made a car? Or a truck? Or no? I mean, we only we only did philosophy, mathematics. English, uh, not English. Uh, Do language the Greeks have a car, like a car so manufacturer? We, we, well, done, every, every country has a we, car. Sometimes we've done right? everything for like to build a civilization, like language and all that stuff. But after that, we fell off with debt and uh, everything. Wow. So, yeah. All right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, where were we? Oh yeah, that's right. The juke. What construction sound or noise do you love? I had to say the only sound I've, I've really ever heard would be actually, you know what? Uh, the scissor lift, you know, I've, I've, the scissor, I've lift? The scissor lift, you know, the, the, the up and down with the hydraulics. It's not, dude, dude. Yeah. What construction sound or noise do you hate? Um, jackhammer. Wow. Yeah. What profession other than your own would you like to attempt? Doctor. Yeah, I guess, I guess medicine would be... Actually, you know what? Software engineer. 
I feel like I feel like if I was like, if I got into like computers at a really young age, I would have tried to hack into something and got into like legal trouble. You're uh, that would have been 23, by the way. I I do want I do want to I do want to interrupt you though. I I want to tell yeah. you my my buddy went to school. It felt like his whole life became yeah. a brain surgeon. Yeah. Did it for a couple months. Yeah. And then ended up being a cop, and now he loves his job. Yeah. But he had all like the intelligence and. Yeah. He could do anything in life, and he became a cop. That's Sweet. fascinating. What profession would you like not like to do? Profession? Um, that's a great question. Which would be, I guess, I guess, <laughs> I can't say that. Um, you can say anything you want no, on this show. It would be, it would be the doing general labor, which I was already. No, no, no. Doing. What was the first answer? No, that was the first answer. Oh, I, I couldn't, was... I couldn't say I don't want to be construction guy, right? Because oh. I, sure I, you can. You can say that. There's days I don't want to be a construction guy. Well, you are. There's all well, different I, ends I, of construction guys. Yeah, yeah. I guess I'm I'm the, I'm on the supplier side, so I don't. Again, like I I've, I haven't installed this. I know I know how to install it, but again, it's it's a book thing type street thing. You know? Well, I know you're gonna get out there and install more, so you can yeah. make your product even better, yeah. right? And the final yeah. question: If heaven exists, what would you like to hear God say when you arrive at the pearly gates? Welcome, my son. <laughs> thank you very much gentlemen or gentlemen thank you very much there, what, sir. i'm not a gentleman yeah you're a gentleman too but <laughs> this has been great once again everybody i think we're no, no, all right we're gonna get you got any other questions or we gotta get out of here well you, you kind of like stopped me so <laughs> hey you know to make this write-up as inclusive like there should be a, a you said gentleman what is the pronouns Ooh. Yeah. Are we really going to go that way? Is that what we're going to do? Do we have, do we have another two hours? <laughs> <laughs> uh, do we all agree that the swim team, the swim competitions are changing now? Is that what's going on? Breaking records? Uh, yeah, okay. All right. Well, while my wife behaves like a man. <laughs> where are we going with this? I don't understand where the fuck we're going with this. As long um, as she's fine with being called a wife. Who is? They, no, I actually call her my husband. Oh, she she didn't like they, it in the beginning, but now she, she goes okay. shut See, up. Costa, you got you got to understand that we come from a generation that you can go up to people and go fuck off. You know well, what I mean? Well, there was a comedy. And, there was a comedy yeah. back then, yeah. and, and you could be as honest as you wanted or as yeah. rude as you wanted, and people never took it to heart. They they took it, and it was intel. Like I saw an intelligence in comedy, yeah. and. I don't see that anymore. No, I agree with you. And like, like that comment you made when I said like, you know, someone was trying to like how people try to re get refunds and return stuff with like crazy excuses. And you said you just tell them to fuck off. Yeah. Or, like me, that's I wouldn't just how I, I just realized that like with me, I wouldn't say that to someone, not because of who I am. But oh, I don't verbally say no, it. No, I know, I know, I know. But, but the I thing know, is I know that construction is a lot of like. No, it's Talk. not. It's not so much that. It's just like, listen, man. Ninety percent of communication is nonverbal. Yeah. yeah. So if someone says that to me, yeah. it's already written on my face. Yeah. I'm telling you, fuck off, without me actually yeah. saying fuck off, right? But that's what I mean. Is everybody's way too fucking sensitive. Yeah. First of all, you're 
upsetting me because you're coming back trying to yeah. fucking get rid of something that you already made a choice on and they've got buyer's remorse now mm-hmm. but you already committed to that you put the order in you put the money in you saw the sample you saw the whole board whatever yeah. it showed up on your job site showed you at your house but for whatever reason you and your significant other your partner or whatever were probably looking at it at sunset sunrise midday or whatever mm-hmm. and you basically were having a conversation and realizing that your insecurities are getting in front of you yeah. and you basically say maybe we're not really happy with that now oh you know what i see a little bit of a hair in the manufacturing yeah. process there bingo let's bring it back and complain and we don't have to bother with the restock if you at that yeah. point no get back on track into our planet and go you want it back sure there's a restocking fee choose a different product if you want mm-hmm. don't come back and try to play that game mm-hmm. that's it, where i was it going is with different that. if you had a, like a, a preferred contractor that you had lots of business from yeah that would be a different kind of relationship that you could get away with that yeah i'm just it's the argument about the clients using any little thing and you right. know this in construction it's like they're always taking they're trying to they cut us down they take the advantage time. of it yeah so all of a sudden if there 10, is thousand turns into five which a slight is paid defect 1, let's say there's yeah. a slight defect right and and what annoys the hell out of me is that They'll complain about a slight defect, and you jump through hoops to fix that defect. So if mm-hmm. it's on you, let's say it's a deck, you'll take out that board, you'll order that new board, you'll install that new board, you'll make it all happy, everything's fine. You come back a year later, and their annoying kids or their stupid pets have mm-hmm. wrecked the shit out of the whole thing, and you're like, why were you guys busting my balls yeah. over one board that had a small defect on it? That's where the reality is. So I think clients need to understand that a home, first of all, is not a museum. It's being used and and especially there's another thing to be you are you said something very important people love looking at it when it's brand new but the minute they start using it it becomes nature and things get damaged and and it becomes character after that you'll remember the moment but that in, scratch in construction this. you're fighting age and use with a lack of i need to now change yeah people change their opinion faster than they do toilet paper it's just ridiculous. They need yeah. to wake up and go, fine, you need to commit to something. So if you're doing something in your house and you're committing to a whole deck or the siding of your entire house, and all of a sudden five years later, I'm in a mood and I've changed my mind now yeah. from that product. Sure. You want to change it? Here's the dollar value. I Don't know, try but, to play the but game. But if you, tur- if you turn that around, like, first of all, people should know that there's a business being run. Mm-hmm. There's not much profit in They don't business. care about It that. doesn't matter how they good it looks. They don't care about that. That's someone's livelihood or someone's family behind there too. You know? They don't care about that. But you did say something important too. You, uh, nobody could see it, but you were beating on your chest yeah. that uh, construction is kind of like a, a manly, tough uh, environment. And it really needs to be because, first of all, one thing that everybody doesn't pay attention to is safety. And mm-hmm. you could tell somebody nicely a hundred times to be safe. Yeah. They never hear it. Sometimes you just gotta be firm and it's just like everything else in construction too. Like people are slacking, taking yeah. their time, not doing things right, doing twice. Yeah. I, I think that in one place that there should be firmness and I'm not abuse, but yeah. firmness. It's like my father, you know, you get a beating when you do something wrong. Yeah. yeah. It's I think it's important. Yeah, no, I, I agree with that. I, I, I'm I'm a pretty calm guy. I really don't yell. I've been yelled at many times, but I, I've taken on myself that in the position I am, I, I don't like to yell. The only time I have yelled was when I was working with my fr- my my university friends, and someone almost got hurt, and I yelled at him. 
not because I was mad at him, not because he dropped a few boards and some of them were damaged, but because he almost hurt himself. Yeah. See, it's funny right. that you said that you've been yelled at many times and I had a flash of I've been beaten many times. <laughs> <laughs> wow. That's the difference of generations. Yell, yelled at, yelled at, uh, at work. I've been, be I mean, obviously, obviously I got a spanking when I was younger. What's a spanking to you? Because I'm talking about a two by four across your head. Like, that's a beating, <laughs> right? Your dad used to spank yeah, like you're a getting a smack with it, like a no, shovel. No, he took his hand. No, 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 no. There's an object attached to the <laughs> ligament. Like, it's just like, it's not the hand. The but, hand's not good enough because the hand will hurt like it, it hurt a bit when I sat down. What happened to us would be incarceration to the parent oh, for today. sure guaranteed yeah. right but 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 it may i don't see it that way though how do you how like do you being see it? being being the victim <laughs> um i don't regret anything that no I, no no that i'm not complaining ever, yeah. no 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 I, I think it's 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 helped me it gave you it gave me it character. Gave character yeah yeah, yeah. you know even my dad even went far as because i remember one time i said like, i'll call the cops if you hit me again he took his phone he looked me dead in the eye he's like do it <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you don't mess with Greek dads. <laughs> Man, on that note, let's get out of here. Costa, thank you very much for being on the show, man. Really appreciate it. Educating us about all the new products here, man. New Tech Wood, Ontario, everybody. Check it out, www.newtechwood.ca. And it's Costa, K-O-S-T-A, at ntwcanada.ca. New Tech Wood Canada on Instagram. We out of here. Straight out of bond. Woodbridge. Dead boards. <laughs>